Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. To this, our final installment of Happy Birthday, Carly. Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I forgot that you got to go first. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe I'll listen to our podcast. Give these films a second chance. This week on the podcast is Carly's. No, it's, <laughs> it's Tony's pick for Carly's birthday. Heather's. 1988. Which is not a romance or a drama. It's a drama. It says it's it's comedy and crime, which... It's not funny. I mean, I guess some of it's funny. I I mean, it's a a drama. drama. It's a drama. It would be more of a dark comedy, I think. It might be a dramedy. Yeah, a dark dramedy. It's romance. It's not a true romance, but... It's not super romance. It's a love story. Mm. Yeah, it's a love story as much as Paula Davis and the Marvel Man's a love story. Well, hey... The Marlboro Man and that Lady Cop, they got quite a romance. They did. That's why they had um, to blow off some steam. And Vanessa Williams and what's his name? Big John Studd. Virginia. Big John Studd, yeah. She's Virginia Slim. And he's Jack Daniels. Mm. <laughs> so, Heather's 1988. If you're not sure, folks, go back and listen to our Harley Davidson Marlboro Man episode. <laughs> it needs a couple of views. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie only a 94%. Only. Mm. IMDb, 7.3. 94, that seems high, actually. That does seem mm-hmm. high. When we were looking at yesterday on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 4%. <laughs> 4%? Less wow. than something. It was, Less no, it was than 4%. Jack Frost? Yeah. It was 4%. I was like, holy shit. Jack Frost is 12. Mm. It was something really garbage. Wow. Oh, it was, um, oh, damn it, now I can't remember. You can't say, <laughs> oh, like you know it, and then be like, I don't well, know. it popped in my head, and then it popped right back out. Mm. It was like some, some woman's name, and it... Reminded me of a song, so I uh, said, Layla. No, Adia. No, um, Beth. No, the um, audience score for this Rosanna. is only 83. <laughs> Roxanne, so tomato no. meter is 90. <laughs> we could do this all day. <laughs> the uh, right, anyway, budget was three million and it only made 1.1 million. Really, yes, mm-hmm. so wow. it actually is underappreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, this, this fits. Not like those uh, wow. last one that I did. That didn't make any money at all. No, that was, it made a third of its money back. Part of it bad. was the company, everybody, everybody outside of this movie wanted nothing to do with this movie because of its content. And uh, Winona Ryder's agent got on his hands and knees and begged her not to be in this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did it anyway. And then she told Christian Slater to be in it. And he was in it because they said he would do anything at that point just to make money. Because he was starting out, <clears throat> but everybody—they said it won a few things, like it won a couple of things at Cannes or something like that. But nobody wanted this movie to exist. And then um, they had the first week that it came out, it had a bunch of like big billboards and stuff. But then they were all taken down for mm-hmm. the second week, like nobody. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Something good did come out of this because Tori Spelling watched this and told her father, "Hey, you need to watch this girl right here, Shannon Darden. Mm-hmm. She's she's got something." And he did, and that's Not how she became uh, Brenda Walsh. Mm-hmm. And also, rest in peace, uh, Dylan McKay. We still miss you, buddy. Luke Perry. And we're glad that Shannon is doing better because she yes. had really bad cancer for a She bit. did. She you looks like she's doing but, better. Yeah. It's funny because 
you just said rest in peace Luke Perry mm -hmm. and when Luke Perry it's been three months since Luke Perry passed you know how I know that because today is my stepdad's birthday and it's been three months since he, since he passed mm -hmm. we mentioned them on the same episode and I read some things today and we're going to uh -huh. say uh, what is it lie was it, no. drinking to lie cheating stealing you're going to mess it up and drinking no if you must lie, Hold lie on. with someone you love. Oh, I saw if that. If you must cheat, cheat death. Um, steal, uh, steal lie. away from that company and it's drink swear. with someone. It's and one swear. of them swear. And swear with your friends? Yeah. Something like that. Swear by your friends yeah. is the... Well, I get them confused because Will Smith did the same shtick in, in um, Hitch, and it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Will Fizz did it in, like, 1950, so... Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the writer for this film was Daniel Waters. He did Hudson Hawk, Ooh. Uh, Batman Returns, Good one. Demolition Man, nice, and the very well-known Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Dog trash. <laughs> that movie is dog trash, I agree. <laughs> Mr. Rock and Roll Detective. I saw that when it came John, out. Yeah. John <laughs> loves that movie. It's I do too. It's garbage. No, I love it because it's so bad. It's, yeah. it's a hot dumpster fire. But that's movie. what makes it good is that you know it's no. a really bad movie. And that's no. what makes it funny. No, that it's not what makes it funny. It's got a character named Zuzu Petals. You know it's what? Carl, just, have you ever seen it? No. You will. I never heard of it. It's just a dumpster You know what fire. just got bumped to the top of the list? <laughs> You're going to hate it? It's I a great film. There's, see, mm, it is the worst thing you No, know, I was going to pick a movie that you wanted to, to see mm -hmm. for my next pick, but just this no. here. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is garbage. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> Tony? So it's the, the internet comment okay, section gotcha. on the final episode of Game of Thrones. Ouch. Wow. Which, <laughs> ouch. All right, then. The director of this film is Michael Lehman. He mm -hmm. did Hudson Hawk, Californication, best show ever. True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Good Old? show. And Dexter, awesome show, bad ending. That like reminds me. I was looking through movies <laughs> on both Amazon Prime and Netflix mm -hmm. the other day. Mm -hmm. And you saw Hudson Hawk? Californication, or California, is, mm -hmm. is free now. <laughs> we yeah. keep doing movies Every time we do a show, is free. <laughs> whenever we do a movie, Netflix puts it on for free. That's because two people paid to watch that movie. They said, shit, people <laughs> might like that. <laughs> true, true, true. So this film stars Winona Ryder. Welcome back to the podcast. Amazing film, Dracula. <laughs> she was also in Edward Scissorhands, Stranger Things, or uh, Stranger Things, Beetlejuice, and Beetlejuice. How Mr. to make Deeds. an American quilt? No, Mr. Deeds. That's one of my favorite Winona Ryder. Beetlejuice also came out in 1988. Um, no. Boys and on the side. Too? You know, Boys on the side too. Johnny Depp dated her, movie. and he got her tattooed. Yes. So Winona forever on his <laughs> she arm. She played Joe. Did not work out well. <laughs> no tattoos of girls' names. I hear she likes to go shopping. Well, who likes to go shopping? Uh, she likes Winona Ryder. Half a shopping. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> like to pay for stuff, but she likes to go shopping. She did that one That's time. That's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I bet she only did that once. Also, I Christian, bet she only got caught once. Christian hey, Slater, yo. welcome back to the podcast. Also, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> True Romance, Pump Up the Volume, Gleaming the Cube. Oh, Gleaming the Cube was a great movie. Cuffs. Cuffs. <laughs> we'll do Cuffs eventually. No, I, think, I think I'm the only person that likes cuffs. Even Christian Slater doesn't like cuffs. Uh, what else is Christian Slater in? <laughs> oh, Young Guns, too. That's true. Yeah, he was in Young Guns, too. And Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. Shannon Daughtery. It's from such a great name, Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. Uh-huh. 90210 and Charmed. Um, what else was she in? She was also in Jan Saw Bob Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I guess she was. <laughs> and no, she was also in Mallrats. Cause my favorite, oh, yeah, she I actually was in Mallrats. Yeah, she was in Mallrats. 
because it's um what the guy's name is like Brenda and she's like fuck you and walks away dick <laughs> and she pushes him alright got some reviews okay uh, first one is from Pseudo3 quite possibly the best dark comedy ever made <laughs> okay. this movie has given me some of the best one liners and retorts I've ever used when I'm a writer and Christian Slater together who could ask for more and what can I say? Any movie where Shannon Donnery gets slapped in the face deserves to be a classic. Wow. 10 out of 10. A little hate for Brenda. Next was it Brenda Walsh? Uh, Brenda WalshMustDie.com or some shit like that? It was a I website. It was Brenda. one of the early ones. When, like internet just started. She had her own fucking website. People hated her. Next one is from Girly Girl nineteen twelve oh. Okay. A Girly Girl from 1912. Oh, boy. <laughs> what can I say? This movie sucks so much. It felt like the longest movie in history where nothing interesting happens. From poorly developed characters to dull, pointless scenes, if you have a plant, watching it grow is probably better. Or even listening to yourself breathe. Uh, one out of ten sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to break the CD in half and throw it out my window. Good times. She didn't like it, apparently. At <laughs> least she gave it a one. Yeah. Because if she said all that and then gave it a five... Like I hate some those. of them some do. Some people those do that. I hate those. It's like, this is the worst piece of shit ever. Six out of ten. <laughs> Originally, this movie was scheduled for Drew Barrymore and Brad Pitt, but their agents but they advised read the, them they read the script and not like, to. Wow. That would have been interesting with Drew Barrymore and Brad Pitt. I don't... Drew this Bar- is a young Brad Pitt. This is like skinny, crackhead-looking Brad Pitt. Yeah, this would have been what? Firestarter and Louise? Brad Pitt? About there, what? When he was all skinny. Wasn't he a Thelma and Louise? Yeah. 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 He was, he was much 90s, thinner. Yeah. <laughs> Before we knew he could that. act. Yeah. This was uh, Growing Pains, Brad Pitt. <laughs> this was Growing Pains, yeah. Brad Pitt. Wow. Growing Pains. I don't know Brad that I Pitt ever saw Leonardo that. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Jesus Christ. Kirk Cameron was like, what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> what did you think going in Carly? I thought, oh, somebody's finally making me watch this. Also. <laughs> you had never seen this? No, I had no. never seen Jesus this. Christ. It's one of those. Shocked. Like Willow that I have never seen. Yikes. <laughs> she doesn't even know about the greatest swordsman that ever lived. And honestly, <laughs> at Martin? first, I got it confused, and I thought it was Willow. What? I don't know what Willow's about. It's, it's just one <laughs> yeah. of those movies. Obviously. Well, <laughs> well they're both plants. <laughs> I know. They're both plants. It's just one of those movies that came out around that time. People are like, you've never seen this. You've you got to make it. Willow look, and this crepe myrtle. <laughs> look, you got to make it's extra funny that she has them confused because they're so completely yeah. different. But to be fair to Carly, to be fair to Carly, they plants. came out around the same time. That's yeah, true. And they're both plants. <laughs> and they're both plants. So I but was Willow like, has oh, they're finally making me watch this. Elaine loves this movie. And then he was like, and then somebody, somehow it re- occurred to me that it's Willow you're always trying to get me to watch. You know what would have made this even better? Sword fights. Yes. Mad Marty. Well, their sword fight is mentioned. <laughs> it is. Well, you're not wrong. Are there brownies in Heather's? <laughs> Did they at any point eat brownies? Because there's brownies in Willow. Yeah. No. No. Um, no. She but says you were a brownie. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. There, there's brownies in both. That's but right. She was a brownie with uh Write in or go on our Facebook page and tell us any similarities you come across for Willow and Heather's. Wait, wait. Besides sword fights. I know I just saw it, but does anybody use a shield to sled down right, the hill? All right, stop. You're ruining it for no, Carly. They do not. All right, go ahead. Keep going, Carly. All right. Uh, Elaine, what'd you think? I thought, oh, I just watched this three weeks ago. Hmm. Just Johnny? because I saw it, and I was like, ooh, Heather's. Johnny? I thought, shit, didn't we just watch this three weeks ago? <laughs> Isn't that, like, the second time that's happened? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Tony's yep. picks. I'm psychotic. I'm psychic. <laughs> he changed his last pick, and you're like, yeah, we just watched that last week. Yep. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, he changed. We're like, all right, we're ready. <laughs> we just watched it. Let's go. All right. Well, Heather's is said 90 times in this film, the name. Like well, Heather or Heather's? Three characters Heather. are Heather. named okay. Heather. Yeah. Yes. When you have thrice characters with the same name. So we start off with the New World Pictures logo, and then Heather's is written on the screen. I, I say in pink lipstick, but maybe it's supposed to be chalk. I don't know. It's that broken up. I think it's probably lipstick. Lipstick. It was the late 80s. It's just all I had. Yeah. And the background is playing Que Sera Sera by Sid Straw. Doris Day performed this in the Hitchcock film, The Man Who Knew Too Little. Hmm. She just passed recently. Hmm. May yeah, she rest in peace, too. Death check. Nope, that's the wrong podcast. Oh, sorry. Can I get a death check? Hey, there's more than one death check in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After uh, Slater and Ryder's name go up on the, the uh, film there, we go to Heather's house where she and two other Heathers are playing, having tea and playing croquet. So now what I do in this little breakdown, there's Heather 1, Heather 2, Shannon, and Veronica, because I'm not saying Heather this, Heather that, because there's no way to keep that track. Okay, so Shannon so is Shannon. Did, Shannon and Elizabeth, or Shannon, uh, daughter is Shannon. Did yeah. you do Heather Red and Heather Yellow? No, no. we did Heather so 1, Heather 2. Heather 1 is Heather Red, and Heather 2 is Heather Yellow. Yeah. Okay. Heather Chandler and Heather McNamara, what? I got the impression that the croquet was being played at Veronica's house. Yes. Right. Yes, that's what I said. Right. So are we at Heather's house or Veronica's house? Veronica's house. Veronica's oh, what's well, Heather's house? house? You said Heather's house. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Veronica. Veronica. Veronica's. Yeah, you meant Veronica's house. Sorry, sorry. They're sorry. definitely at Veronica's house. I had a croquet set as a child. It so was lots I. of fun. <laughs> you know, those croquet balls are not good to throw at someone. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would like a croquet set. Do you know how? To, would you play croquet? Yes, with Carly. Oh. <laughs> We would play croquet. We could yeah. get drunk and grill. We would put on tights. Okay, so I'm good at that. <laughs> we would put on tights. Put on tights and play croquet. Because you got to wear tights. You have to wear uh, tights in a blazer. Blazer with big shoulder pads. Right. Oh, it's got to have big shoulder pads or it doesn't count. <laughs> and then we have to play case I'm or sure we could go to the thrift store and find us some blazers. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a little cosplay. Heather's cosplay. <laughs> so Heather hits a ball and smacks uh, Winona in the head. Who's buried up to her neck. Buried up to her neck. And it's a dream. Obviously. We catch up with Veronica. I will say, when they got up from the patio and they walked out to play croquet. And they stepped on the they flowers? They stepped on the flowers. I was sad. <laughs> Those poor flowers. What they were doing. They, what is the matter with this? I mean, it's so picturesque and they had I to know, do that to show us that they're bitches. They're yeah, bitches. They, they want you not to like these characters right away. It's like stamp all in the flowers. And at this point, Carly's like, them bitches need to die. That's uh, Carly's kick the dog moment. <laughs> <laughs> Kick they're, the dogs They're in. like yeah. terrible bitches to people. She's like, I don't care. They stepped on a flower? Those <laughs> bitches need to burn. <laughs> burn through the bitches. And dig Give that bitch a great note. <laughs> we catch up with uh, Veronica, which went on a writer. And she's writing uh, in her journal about Heather 1. Uh, she says, I teach people real life. Real life sucks. Losers dry. If you want to fuck with the eagles, you got to learn to fly. That's her poem she wrote. Mm. Heather. Mm. Heather 2 and Shannon come to collect her. And... Uh, Heather one, Heather one wants to see her immediately. So they all head to the cafeteria. When they arrive, Heather one is waiting. She wants Veronica to forge a love note from a hot guy, and address it to Martha Dump, Martha Dunstock, which they call Martha Dump Truck. She's a chubby, overweight girl that they pick on a lot. I hate this part. She had quite a. This fun is where mullet. I want these bitches to die. <laughs> Martha had a really, really eighties mullet. She did. That's not her yes. fault. It was the 80s. Like, it looked <laughs> like the dad from Step by Step. Damn. <laughs> Patrick Duffy? Yeah, it looked like Patrick Damn. Duffy because it was very curly and short and, like, wiry. It was 
Patrick Duffy. Why? Why? Uh, if you want to know what Martha Dump Truck's um, mullet looked like, think of Patrick Duffy. Or watch Heather's. <laughs> or Mark, well, you should watch Heather's. Well, maybe that. I don't know. Or watch Step by Step. Either way. Veronica <laughs> says she doesn't have anything against Martha. 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 Why did you say that name? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Why did you say that you name? Gotta, you got to be nice to Martha. Batman will kill you. Heather one says, uh, well, you don't have anything for her either. So... It'll give her shower head masturbation material for weeks. Wow. It'll be very. It'll be very. Shower head masturbation for weeks. Veronica says... Is that uh, like roughing up the suspect? How do you find <laughs> out that your friend is a master forger? I, I... All right, I have a story about this. So what happens... I'm not... Never mind, never mind. I'm just I guess you just... Oh, still, still a couple yeah. years off. Yeah, I got to Ask like, me in a six months. Maybe <laughs> with the voice... Like, she writes a lot. Maybe just like people sort of occasionally mm-hmm. do impersonations. Maybe just once she was like... And she wrote just yes, to be funny. Remembers. I don't know. Maybe that's how and she got it with became a thing. Yeah, you never know. These things just happen. Mm-hmm. Well, Veronica's on the fence about it. She doesn't want to do it. She says she'll think about it, though. Heather pushes her for Veronica to do it right now. She tells Shannon to bend over, and Veronica uses her to write on. They're in the cafeteria. There are tables. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I know. But no, really she just wants to write on Shannon Darty. Well, that's because she's she's Heather, and she's in charge. And when Heather tells Heather to bend over, Heather has to bend over. But this gives no all like the that. guys in the cafeteria <laughs> something Ram, to Ram Ram would like to be in a Heather-Veronica sandwich. Yes, Heather Chandler-Veronica Sawyer sandwich. I'm spin around on my Johnson he actually said Johnson. It'll be cooler if he said, spin around my tallywhacker. <laughs> There's purple-hearted yogurt slinger. <laughs> Pedro, and any of those would be fine. While this is Deep happening, back. JD, Christian Slater, is watching, as well as some of the football team. And I had a very hard time writing this, because every time I went to write JD, I wrote DJ, because of damn DJ. <laughs> Our friend that listens. He's a punk. And by the way, Merry Christmas, DJ. <laughs> 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the two football players, like you said, are musing about uh, three ways with different Heathers, and the counterfeit note is finished. Heather one hands it to Heather two, and she sneaks over and slides it on Martha's tray without her seeing it. The Heathers and Veronica sit down, and uh, Heather one has put together a lunchtime poll. Heather two reminded me of Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell. She had like, that same that perm. Yes. <laughs> Same time frame. So makes yeah. sense. That checks out. Mm-hmm. Heather and Veronica walk around the cafeteria. Is she also so excited? She's she so excited. She was the she cheerleader. Just She's so scared. <laughs> she was a cheerleader. Mm. The beep, the beep, the beep. No Bayside. Zach <laughs> Morris is strange. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. He's a piece of he shit. seriously is. JD stares and smiles at Veronica. She's staring back and bumps into Betty Finn. They appear to be old friends. But Veronica has moved up the social ladder where... Betty hasn't. Uh, she apologizes for missing Betty's birthday party. A month ago. And Heather stands fuming over this whole distraction. She's like, look, I, your mom said you had a date. I would have missed my own birthday for a date. Mm. <laughs> now, here's my question. All right, she had pictures of the two of them as children in her purse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it creepy at all she's carrying that shit around, waiting for the moment she has to talk to Veronica again? No. It's the- sad, not creepy. I don't know. I don't know what's also, in girls' purses. Also, <laughs> this is high school. Like, you put pictures in your locker of you and your friends. That's true. So, John maybe she just found them did. and was like, oh, I'm going to hang those in my locker. I shared a locker with a girl once, and mm-hmm. she was like, why are you having any pictures in your locker? Why are you any pictures in your locker? You need to put pictures in the locker. Cause she put up a bunch of pictures in my fucking locker, so then I put up a picture. You shared a locker? Mm-hmm. Were you dating this girl? Or you just had so many people in your high school that you shared lockers? 
No. Um, she wanted to date me, and I wasn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. So she invited you into her locker space. No. She and asked me if she could come into my locker, and I'm like, sure. And I wasn't interested in dating this young lady. She wanted you to come in her locker. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah, she did. Uh, and then what's funny cha-cha. is that she got a, like, I guess she gave up and got a, mm-hmm. got a boyfriend and moved out of the locker. Like, mm-hmm. didn't even say anything. One day I opened up the locker and all of her shit was gone. I was like, I We shared lockers <laughs> with, like, so-and-so's locker was on this hall and so-and-so's like So, like, four of us all had each other's and you kept your books for those classes. Mm-hmm. I had my own them. locker. My share? locker was right between Bill's locker and Courtney's locker, and they were dating, and they would make out on my locker. Not a fan. Wow, well, I couldn't tell you fan. whose locker was next to mine because I don't give a shit. No. I didn't give a shit about my locker then, clearly. Yeah. Why well, the same locker? My junior, I think I had a different locker freshman year, but oh, sophomore, junior, really? senior. Locker talk. I had the same locker, and. All right, also... When yeah. Bill started... But it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> all the way... Yeah, they were always on my locker. Okay, let it go. I shared a, lock, I shared a locker with Travis for the few times we went to school. <laughs> <laughs> the year after we graduated, they made the mandatory you have to be in school 180 days or you fail. But and until I then, wasn't sharing a locker with Leah. School, they could fucking move. I did that. <laughs> yeah. So Heather... Um, Okay, so yeah, they take. She has some old Halloween pictures of her. Looks like maybe middle school. They hung out when they were younger. Heather yanks Veronica away by the arm, making Veronica drop them on the floor. Across the room, Martha sees the <laughs> note and reads it. We cut to Heather one and Veronica. They have walked up to a table of students. They exchange pleasantries, and Heather asks her the thought-provoking poll question. Their lunchroom poll question of mm-hmm. the week. You win five million dollars from the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. But the same day, aliens land, and they're going to blow up the Earth in two days. What do you do? Well, considering your money is now going to be fucking worthless. Yeah, like that day. Rape and pillage, I'm guessing. I don't know. Did you guys pick the lot? Oh, I guess I didn't shut it all the way. Dog invasion. That's my fault. Sorry, guys. Look at the aliens. So the first guy says, that's easy. I just slide that huge, huge chunk of cash to my father. He's one of the top brokers in the state. And the world's going to blow up in two days, so who gives a fuck? Exactly. The other guy says, uh, "I give it to all. I give it all to the homeless." Veronica says, "You're beautiful." But the world's <laughs> gonna blow up in two days. So who gives a fuck? Yes, it, it could be five billion dollars. It doesn't matter. It's all your money is useless. Um, Heather one chases uh, chases her down and says, "Not to be such a bitch." Veronica says, um, "They should ask different people, not just the same couple people that they talk to, to get different answers. It might be more interesting." She's like, "You want me to talk to the lesser people?" Said, actually, what she says is, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. <laughs> but sorry, I don't want to talk to the geek squad. She points to a geek, and he almost chokes on his milk. And that's like, not the geek squad. They don't work at uh, Best Buy. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Another one looked right at me, and he pukes all over himself. Veronica says, don't you know everyone here thinks you're a piranha? She says, like, I care. Either way, they want to fuck me or be my friend. She's worshipped there, and uh, she's only a junior. Yeah, she was on a real, you know, jet setter style to the middle here. Yeah. She's then, the one, you went to the reunion, and she was wearing, like, her high school shit still. Yeah. But then Nobody she does, cares. she goes yeah. around and they ask everybody. Yeah. Veronica gets Heather one to go to a nerdier table of guys and asks them the question. Then they ask the football jocks, they go to the grits, activists, a bunch of different groups all over the school. Uh, one of the nerds says, I'd go to Egypt with a girl. <laughs> Betty says she would uh, have an end of the world get together. 
one of the face one of the football jocks Facebook jocks one of the football <laughs> Facebook jocks wasn't a thing yet <laughs> I pay Madonna this a million bucks to sit on my face and have her ride it like the Kentucky Kentucky Derby she should pay me yeah he's a bright one one of the burnouts. Still, it's interesting that his fantasy is to have her sit on his face, not have her go down on it. <coughs> it's interesting. True. Well, you know. He's a giver. <laughs> John did not expect that sentence. The uh, burnout says, I'm going to go to the zoo, get a lion, set up a remote bomb up its butt. Wow. And push it will the, go out as one. Push the button and you and the lion die together as one. <laughs> That's deep. It's something. It's something, all right. Watch that guy for a future serial killer. <laughs> yeah. After that, Veronica and Heather 1 return to the crew just as Martha goes over to the jock and asks him about the love letter. The Heathers are excited. Uh, Veronica is not. The jock laughs out loud. And uh, Martha and he passes it to his friends so they can all laugh. Exactly. I'd like to say that if I was in high school and this happened to me, I'd be like, I didn't write this, I'm sorry. Someone's <laughs> messing with you. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's hard to say. I wouldn't have laughed at her like this because I wasn't a big, giant piece of shit. I was a little piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> Just a dingleberry? Yeah, I was a dingleberry. Not a big old piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> but I wouldn't have laughed at her. That's fucked up. So everyone laughs at her. Veronica looks to JD. He is disappointed looking... Veronica runs off as Martha storms out of the cafe. Heather 1 catches up to her and tells her to lighten up. In the girls' room, Heather 1 and 2 freshen up while Shannon and Veronica, uh, Shannon wants Veronica to help her throw up her lunch so she doesn't gain weight. Would you put your finger down your friend's throat to help them throw no, up? No, I would not. I'm sorry. That would make me throw up. <laughs> John, that, that is true. John has me and I said no. Although, I will say... If it's poison. Yes, that's different. <laughs> if it's poison and it's an emergency, that's yes. different. Also. But if it's bulimia, no. Also, I'd pee on you as well. Oh, thanks. That's because you're my lobster. <laughs> but I did appreciate it. They were like, bulimia is so 87. <laughs> <laughs> like her friends are like, look, stop with that. Yeah. Bulimia so was rampant in the yeah. 80s. That might it's be not the very, only positive peer pressure in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The funny thing is, there was a lot of bulimia in the eighties, though. Like yeah. it was, it was one of those things that you got a lot of after-school specials about. There was a uh, and an very episode special of different strokes. I remember it about bulimia. About bulimia. There mm. might have even been a very facts special of life, episode of uh, Blossom. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely facts of life. I remember. Yeah, try to remember. Uh, there's probably a growing pains one too, but I don't remember it. <laughs> well, what's her name? Ma- was bulimic? Yeah, almost the died girl. From it. The girl in yeah. She had like she went into a coma or something, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. She got skeletal. Yeah. It was pretty scary. Tracy Gold. Yes. Yep. Almost it. died from bulimia. Yep. Pulled that name right out of nowhere. What's up? Hey, Tracy, how you doing? <laughs> well, they go back to the ca- to cafe and uh, the girls see JD. God, I'm going to keep saying DJ. Heather, too, Veronica's tells... making eyes at hey, you know, James Dean. No, He's cute. It's, John, it's not James Dean, it's though. Like it's like Jason Dean Jason Dean. Dean. Yeah. Like do, do you know what uh, Brad Pitt's character's name in Thelma Louise was? No. <laughs> JD. Huh. <laughs> uh, yep. So Veronica, uh, Heather too tells Veronica his name's Jason Dean. She goes over and introduces herself. She asks if he asks if she's a Heather. She says, "No, I'm a Veronica." And she says she has a stupid question for him. He says there are no stupid questions. Then she asks him the lunchtime poll, and he says, "Well, that is the stupidest question I've ever heard." So we roll out. He said he wants to roll out to the middle of a lake somewhere with a bottle of tequila, his sacks, and some scotch. 
Maybe it's some a, Bach. It's a Bach. Yeah. Some Bach. Yeah, it's not Scotch it's Bach. Bach. Yeah. He said some Bach. It must have been me. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of deep. Tony's like, let me roll out to the lake okay. with some Beethoven and some Scotch. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some he's sax. He's definitely <laughs> douchey. He's the mysterious, weird kid. Yeah. yeah. He's like uh, the Dylan McKay character, but like the early version that hadn't worked all the bugs out yet. Yeah. And they realize, wait, we have to do something with this character. You yeah. can't just sit around the trench coat all day. Be right. mysterious and handsome. The right. jocks. Like the guy in Clueless when he joins their school and he has all this stuff to talk about. He's so different from everybody else. Oh, yeah. And His he's black like, leather jacket. And he's like, he loves the art. They're charging for brewskis. Loan me a fin. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if I thought he's gay, she's trying to sleep with him. He's like... I'm really tired. <laughs> I'll make some coffee. I've got the ulcer. <laughs> she was so, she was clueless. Uh, why do I know that so much? God, never mind. Elaine, why did you have to talk about that? It's okay, baby. We all know that you watched all those movies in the 90s and you were a huge Donald 2 and 0 fan. All right, look, to be fair, I went and saw Clueless with a girl. Okay, was it your sister? The first time. No. <laughs> was first, it your mom? No, it was like a date. Ooh. So that counts. After that, like, I don't memorize a thing just once, though. So the rest of it's my fault. <laughs> so the jocks are not liking Veronica and JD talking. Um, no. Because they like to have the monopoly over the pop. Yeah. They're like, let's kick his ass. And neither is Heather, Heather one. She comes over and makes Veronica leave. Then uh, once she once they're gone, one of the jocks says, "Hey, let's go kick his ass." The other whoa, says, whoa. "Man, we're seniors. We're too old for that. But let's go give him a scare." All right, good idea. So they go over to JD. They call him gay and no, they, use, they, they they use the f word. Yeah, they use the uh, derogatory homosexual f word. Um, if you were smoking it, a cigarette in Jolly English, oh goodness, or it's just a word that in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a word that starts with F and rhymes with maggot. There you go. But they didn't use the whole thing. They just. But it's worse than maggot. He says, "Don't we have a no F uh, word rule?" <laughs> he says, uh, "No, but you seem to have an open policy for assholes here." <laughs> and they say, "What did you say, dickhead?" He stands up. He goes, "Let me repeat myself." And he pulls out a large caliber revolver and shoots both of them in the chest. <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and Carly was like, "Is this a dream?" And I say to Tony. What is this movie? <laughs> it's a dark comedy. What's it's a little very dark. Room. I really didn't know what to expect. <laughs> it's, it's both very dark and very. <laughs> She's being crucial. Yeah. And we cut to Heather's playing croquet we again. We saw with a chainsaw. Heather 2 says uh, they won't expel JD. They'll probably just suspend him for a week or something. Heather 1 says, no, fuck that. He used a real gun. He should go to jail. Because this is the 80s. They won't expel him. If you do that shit now, no. No. you do that shit now, you're going to be so, you're yeah. going to jail. Yeah. 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 yeah but on the cover of time. Like, <laughs> this is before school shootings. Meanwhile, Heather sends uh, Shan's ball flying out and out of the score zone uh, because she asks to be Heather's favorite color, red. Shan does this crazy What's shot. What's your damage? Not quite Hopper-esque, but it's pretty amazing. This is when she asked her if she had a brain tumor for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Now you, you you want to be my favorite color? I'm always Which was sad because she died from a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Later. John said that she died, and I was like, was it suicide? And he no. goes, no, it was a brain tumor. I was like, oh. But she hits her ball way out, and then Shannon sure as shit makes this, this crazy... crazy shot off the tree, off the <laughs> that. And goes through the 
I forget what they call the it. The wickets? Wickets, that's right. <laughs> Tony just got very excited that Elaine like, no, well, I, 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 I looked up what it was called because I was going to say it and I couldn't remember. You know what else is called wicket? The, the Ewok. Ewok. Oh, God. I think that's a coincidence, though. The but Ewok yes, that was played by the same character, same actor who was Willow. Willow. We do have to mention Star oh, Wars man. every episode. It's, it's it's six degrees of Willow. <laughs> six degrees of Willow. What's his name? Uh, no. no. The cool thing about Ewoks. The guy who played Willow. Um, oh, I didn't know they were called Ewoks because they never said Ewoks in the movie. He also played Professor Flit- Flitwick in Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, I can't him. remember his name. It's like I escaping. don't know. It's there, but Use your phone there. and look it up, fucker. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Something Davis? Warwick Davis. Warwick, Warwick Davis, Davis. That's, that's it. it. Like, Dion Thanks for helping Warwick. me that, Carly. <laughs> I, I got nothing. <laughs> Whether well, is taking Veronica to her first Remington party. It's a big deal. And every time she's a Remington, I think of Remington Steel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but this is a college party. Yeah. Because Veronica fucks... had given up on co- on high school boys, although she does like JD. If she fucks this up, it's keggers with kids for the rest of the year. Veronica's it's a parents... Remington party. Yeah. It's very. Veronica's parents come out and tell Heather too her mother's here, so they all roll out to get rides with her. Whoever wants a ride, time to go. And uh, she sits with her parents for a bit. We cut to Heather and Veronica at a convenience store. Veronica runs in to grab some stuff and bumps into JD. Uh, Heather tells her to grab some corn nuts. They talk and buy... Corn nuts are horrible. They are so they really are horrible. Who eats corn nuts? <laughs> Apparently Heather won. Barbecue style. Yeah, barbecue. Mm-hmm. Do they still make those? Probably. Probably. Hey. Friends, if you like corn nuts, give, a, give us a young list. They make pork rinds, so... Pork rinds are delicious. I do like pork rinds. <laughs> <laughs> While you two are playing croquet, we're going to Do you get also like Funyuns? No, because they stink so bad. Only mm-hmm. I like the taste pot. of them, though. Mm-hmm. They just they make your breath yeah. and they smell so bad. It's like I can't eat them. Mm-hmm. Funyuns was my go-to after your high snack back in elementary school. I don't know. I don't do drugs. So. You were getting high in elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't until high school. Um, Surprised how many stories t- John tells about his high school days that involve a girl when he's been eating all those funyuns. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I know you're a dish, but... Um, I didn't eat funyuns that often. <laughs> so inside the store, Veronica bumps into D- to JD. They talk, and uh, he buys her a cherry slushie. Which is a class move right there. Yeah. She follows him out to his motorcycle, and they chat for a bit until Heather 1 starts... Beeping. Honking the horn. JD asks why yeah, she's... What do you say she's beeping? Is she a robot? Is she not <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is a secret step for wives. <laughs> no, she was a go-bot. JD asks why she hangs with such horrible people. She says it's like being friends at work, uh, The job, except the job is being popular. JD says you might need a vacation. I kind of like that, though. That was an interesting way to that put it. That was a good answer. It's like when you hate your coworkers. <laughs> But they're your coworkers, so you gotta hang out with them. I'm like, damn. No, but I, I don't like hang out. I just don't hang out. With I don't hang out with my coworkers outside of work. I hang out with my coworkers. I've had coworkers I hung out with. That's how we met. But yeah. I don't <laughs> hang out with coworkers outside of work. We cut to the Remington party. Heather, Juan, and Veronica hang out with these two college guys, but they just want to get laid. Heather's okay. guy takes her away from the party, and seems to be keeping her from it. Because he wants to do the hibbity-dibbity. She ends up uh, checking his oil. 
<laughs> Veronica ditches My goodness, her. Does he push her to do that? She doesn't yeah. want to. She wants to party. Is this a part where Veronica's uh, being hit on by the guys? Like, I like it so much. I have to ask a girl what her college major is. Yeah. And he's like, so when you go to college? So when you go to college, what do you think you major in? So stupid. It's like you're a dick. Veronica ditches her guy for a bit. I don't know why, and uh, accidentally sets a trash can on fire. But the dude finds her, and gets handsy with her, and uh, she jumps up and starts to tell him to fuck off. She's got a whole speech. But he's for not. when people want more from her than she wants to give, and he's like, "Screw your speech. Hop on top of me." Basically. I just he says, he says he says <laughs> I just want to get laid. Which he's being honest. You gotta appreciate that in a man. And she did hop up, you know, and he like. You know, he should, he should keep that tactic about being completely honest, but go to this bar and find Marissa Tomei <laughs> in, like, no. 12 years. No. More like 22 years. No. You should be honest with a woman. No. You should always be honest. Well, yes, but... Except for when you lie. Right. But no, honey. Oh, but no. anywho, she doesn't want to, to partake of the yes. sex. She Part tells him he's not worth her speech. <laughs> Bitch, I don't want your speech ever. <laughs> so we kind of cut back and forth and to like a voiceover with Veronica. A lot of this movie she's kind of writing in a journal at the same time. Um, says she's uh, displeased with, it, with being around Heather and she kind of wants her to die. Uh, she also feels bad for dropping Betty the way that she did. And she looks like she doesn't feel so great. In the hallway, Heather comes up and checks on her and asks what's wrong with her. She says, I think I'm, I'm going to throw up. We need to go. Heather says, no, fuck that. We're staying. And then she pukes. It's a Remington party. And she pukes all over the floor. And, and Heather, it and looks Heather. like it. Yeah. Veronica storms out. Heather one follows her and blows up on her in the black back alley. I did everything for you, and this is the thanks I get. I'm paid in puke. And she goes, well, lick it up, baby. Lick it up. <laughs> Heather says, "Heather says Monday you're gonna be nothing because I'm gonna tell everyone." I don't think that'd be a like she's. Oh, she got drunk. You and got drunk and threw up. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you're not popular anymore. Has to be a common thing at these college parties. I mean, look, you're 16, 17 years old, and I went to a college party, got drunk and threw up. Oh, on Heather, shopper. Yeah. On Heather. <laughs> well, I gotta say, because I'm like, oh, they're going to like a frat party. When they walk in, the guys are like, just throw your coats on the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, floor? <laughs> Not anymore. That was a little weird. Well, there wasn't a members-only floor on uh, Jack on the floor. Got puke on it. Uh, or triple fat goose. Triple fat. I think it's a little early. It might that. be 90s, yeah. yeah. We flash to Veronica's house. Uh, she throws her journal across the room. JD pops his head in her window. Scares the shit out of her. Well, that's fucking weird. Don't expect Christmas later to come through your window. (laughs) Not usually. Is it creepy if Betty has photos of you that she's carrying around in her book bag? No. Is it creepy that Christian Slater climbs in your window? Yes. How does he know where you live? It doesn't matter. This is a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) But he wants to play croquet. You talked to him at school (laughs) once. You saw him at the convenience store. And he bought you a cherry slushie. He followed you and home. And now he's and at your house. Yeah. You didn't even go home straight from the slushie. You went to a party. You. A lot in this movie. A lot of times in this movie, you see him uh, nervously uh, close to her. Like he's always kind of around, yeah. which is a little upsetting. We find um, uh, we find they've been hitting some balls around, but not the croquet <laughs> kind. <laughs> They played strip croquet and are having post-coitus talk. JD says Heather needs to die. Veronica says nah, but I'd like to see her keep her guts out. Uh, the next morning they sneak into Heather's house, try to make her uh, p- 
puke by mixing up random stuff, saying it's a hangover helper. Like milk and orange juice. Milk and orange juice. Everybody always says we'll make you throw up, but I think that's a wives' tale. Does it work? Nope. There's a. It tastes like shit, though. There was a time that me and all my friends were hanging out after, like, late night, and went into a like a farm fresh or a food line mm-hmm. or something and i was like man i want to drink and i grabbed an orange drink took it outside drank it spit it all over the floor it was orange juice and milk it's called orange scream <laughs> and it was it was gross did you guys ever play a game when you were growing up where it was like what can you find in the fridge put it on a spoon and like you're supposed to eat it no oh what? <laughs> It was like ketchup. Did you grow up in Waco, Texas? Carly, have you ever put, done the cinnamon challenge? No. Because that sounds like the kind of asinine shit that my that I have to stop my teenager from doing every once in a while. I feel like we did it when we were kids. It was like I'm gonna put this in. I feel like there's a lot more stuff in your fridge that you could mix together to make yourself throw up than orange juice and milk. Um, go yeah. with the classics: water and a shitload of salt. You'll throw up. Mm. So they say orange juice and milk. Mm, what about Coke and soup? And then uh, JD says, nah, I'm set on Drano. They make two drinks and two ceramic mugs. Um, one she's has- like, look, I don't want to kill her. I just want her to throw up. He's like, well, I'm good with the Drano. She's like, she's not drinking anything blue. Well, yeah. we'll put it in a mug. She won't see it. So they have the two mugs on the table. One's Drano and one's whatever. Or she's milk and orange juice. She's and like, I don't want her these to die. These mugs have lids. Which is yeah. weird. <laughs> Not like weird shaped lids too. Yeah. They look like sh- like Like almost like the top something. of the creamer or something. Yeah. 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 It's so strange. So JD starts kissing her and Veronica grabs the wrong mug. Uh, and JD and walks out of the sees room. it and is like, Veronica. Never, Never mind. mind. Never mind. He decides to let it. He says that. Out. No, he says, I'll carry the cup. They wake up Heather, <clears throat> and JD tells her, hey, we made you a hangover helper. So I got to talk a minute about Heather, the way that she sleeps on this giant <laughs> bed, and in that nightgown that also looks like a dressing gown? Yeah. What the it hell? It looked a lot like the girl from Dracula. Dracula. And at first, I was she like, was going to rise from the dead. <laughs> petals on her She's bed. She's going to be the bitch of the like devil. The, way, <laughs> the whore of Satan. What is it, the... <laughs> It's like a detail on her bed well, spread. It, it looks like rose petals. The devil's concubine. Her bed, like her headboard. <laughs> That's what it looked like, like to a, me. A seashell and she reminded me of Milo's Venus. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. So um, JD says, hey, I got, we, you know, Heather, or uh, Veronica said you were going to be hungover. So I got this hangover helper that my family makes. And she's like, I'm not drinking this piss. Dude. Get the fuck like, out of my get house. Get the fuck out of Probably my house. spit in it, which they tried to spit yeah. in it, but they were unsuccessful. He's like, uh, yeah. loogies. <laughs> she's like, I figured it'd be too intense for you. And she says, intense? What do you, you think I'm going to drink it because you called me chicken? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, give me the fucking drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's Heather Red, not Heather Yellow. The hubris yeah. of this woman. Oh. She downs it all and then starts gasping i bet you would they do pretty good little uh, foley noise here where you hear her stomach churning um and then she holds her throat gasps says corn nuts and plant plants face first through a glass table dead which i don't think it would kill you that fast i don't know i looked it up and basically interesting Basically, when you drink it, don't look at Tony's Google history. (laughs) Never, never. If you die, I will help blast your cash. (laughs) They said that it's essentially kind of like the lie in Fight Club, where when you get it wet, it burns you. It does like Mm -hmm. a chemical burn. So it'll basically 
burn all the way down. Eat through your esophagus yeah. and your stomach. So you're you're probably dead depending on how much you drank, but I was like, fuck. It's and a it terrible probably, way to go. And it probably doesn't kill you right away, so that probably sucks all for a yeah. while. Because in movies, you die right away yeah. all the time. I would but expect reality, there's would at least 20 minutes of agony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would kill you definitely, but it would take a while. And that would suck. I don't so. know how long it would take, but it would definitely not be pleasant. Well, I'm not going to fucking try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Folks, if you've done this, let us know. <laughs> so uh, Don't. <laughs> keep that to yourself. So JD and Veronica are obviously scared as fuck. Uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to tell the cops? Uh, Veronica says, I'm going to have to send my SAT scores to San Quentin instead of Stanford. JD says, well, at least you got what you wanted. Veronica says, I didn't want her. I wanted her out of my life. I didn't want her dead. Which is not what she wrote in her journal. No. JD has an awful idea. Which would be evidence. It's a very different feeling. Like, look, I just want you to not ever speak. I want you to go away. Disappear from my life. But you don't have to die. Yeah. So to quote an 80s song, girl, don't go away mad. Just go go away. away. (laughs) So, uh, J.D. remembers Veronica can forge anyone's handwriting, so they're going to make it look like a suicide by faking a suicide note. Um, They're crafting the note, and they start getting hung up on words usage. They say, uh, you know, she's going to use the word myriad. She goes, wow, she wouldn't use myriad. And he's like, well, she's dying, so she wanted to cash in on all the 50 cents words she could. And he's like, well, she failed failed to use that on her... Failed to use it on the uh, midterm. She got it wrong on her vocab quiz. So he's like, all the more reason for her to want to get it right here. But I think she's right. She she wouldn't have used that word. JD kind of puts it together, and uh, Veronica notes that he's uh, kind of really good at this. And have you done this before? And JD doesn't answer. <laughs> we cut to a teachers' meeting uh, with the school faculty and heads and all that, and they're trying to decide how to handle Heather's suicide. And one of them's like, I can't believe she used the word myriad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> assuming that was the English teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, we're going to let the kids go home, home early. Are we having an assembly meeting? Um, and there's this one, they call her Fleming. A hippie or something. Yeah, yeah she's yes. like a hippie chick. She always wants to do these feelings Mrs. and loving Fleming. stuff. She was ahead of her time. Yeah, she just wants to, they, they're just going to let the kids go home early. In the girls' locker room, Heather, too, and Shannon and Veronica try to process all this stuff that's going on. And then this burnout chick comes up to Veronica and says she's sorry about Heather one. Veronica walks into the shower, turns the water on, with her clothes on, and just sits in it. Is she like, I thought she was just a dumb <clears throat> bitch, but I guess she was more than that. I thought James Bond was going to come in and, <laughs> <laughs> and have consensual sex. And have consensual. <laughs> so a bunch of students meet up. Every time the... a girl's in the shower with her clothes on, I assume James Bond's coming behind her. <laughs> Bunch of students meet up with the hippie teacher who wants them to talk about their feelings. One guy says, you know, I dated Heather once. She dumped me. She said I was boring, but now I can see I wasn't boring. She was just that dissatisfied with her life. <laughs> no, dude, you were boring. <laughs> Veronica starts laughing, but when they look at her, it shifts to a fake cry. We cut the G- DJ cut from there to JD and Veronica. They're watching the news, and students are uh, specifically Shannon, are all talking about how great Heather was. And um, Veronica's like, fuck you, you hated her too. Yeah, and uh, she can't believe it. Everybody's going on and on about how great Heather is. JD says, wow, she's more popular now than she ever was. Yep. JD's dad walks in. They have this weird quirk where they pretend to be each other. Hi, Dad. Hey, son. Even though it's back and forth. And he just gets on the treadmill. It's very vice versa. 
Yeah. Or like father like son two movies from the eighties that they <laughs> father and son squished positions. Mm-hmm. JD's dad is a land developer slash demo guy, and he's complaining because people are trying to stop him from uh, taking this building down. And um, then finally, uh, Veronica leaves. JD alludes that maybe his dad blew up his mother in the building, which I think he did. Yeah. Although I didn't get that at this point yet. They mention it again and it's yeah. a little more. Like the first time he's like, oh, the last. Because she says, my mom's making my favorite meal spaghetti with lots of oregano. Yeah. And Which, and I said, hey, John, she likes it just the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, the last time I saw my mom, really, she was waving at me out of a library <laughs> window. Yeah. And I didn't think and the, as the building was exploding at this point. No. It wasn't until yeah. later. Well, we cut to Veronica's house. She's has pretty much the same conversation that she had with her parents before and then leaves. Um, we cut, kind of I thought shows, we were going to see spaghetti, but no, it was just pate again. Yeah. Lots of pate. Kind of just show that her parents are just the same every freaking time. Uh, then we cut to Heather 1 in a dress holding flowers. She's in her coffin. Uh, Otho from Beetlejuice is giving <laughs> a eulogy. Who also, um, it's funny about Ortho, because in Demolition Man, he says, greetings and salutations. Yeah. And in this movie, the first time you meet Christian Slater, he says, greetings and salutations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got that from the trivia. And it's written by the same guy. Yeah. So, greetings and salutations. Yeah. Be well, John Spartan. <laughs> one by one, the students kneel next to Heather, and uh, we get to hear their thoughts. Heather, too, says, please send Heather to heaven. Uh, the boring nerd guy that she dated says, please don't let this happen to me. And let me get into Harvard. The one jock, I forget the jock's name. It's like Ram, Ram and Kurt. Kurt. That one's Ram, I think. Ram. He says, why'd you have to kill such hot snatch? <laughs> Which Elaine really liked. <laughs> Not enough people say snatch. That's true. <laughs> also, it's just funny. <laughs> and an important question. Why did you have to kill such a hot piece of snatch? True. Uh, How do you know she had a hot snatch? Because Ram said so, and I assume he And Ram's it. an he's expert. A, he's a connoisseur. <laughs> he's a connoisseur of snatch. You know what? He does seem like he's a snatch connoisseur. Uh, Shannon sits down, or kneels down, and she prays. She said that many times she's prayed for Heather one to die, and then she did. Thanks, God. And Veronica sits down. She says, look, technically I didn't kill her, but who am I kidding? But I just wanted my high school to be nice. Afterwards, Heather 2 talks to Veronica. She says she has a date with Jock 1, which is, I guess, Ram. She I don't has know. a date with Ram, and she wants... No, I thought she had a date with Kurt. Either way, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't. She has a date with one of them. She needs a double, another date, so they can double date. Oh, that's the only way that it'll all happen. She needs her to help her out. I guess wing girl type of thing. She says, well, I'm kind of with JD. And she's like, no, no, come on. You know, help me out. And she you don't got to hit me. would be very... It would, be very, it would be very. She's like, as long as they don't get drunk and go tip ta- cows. Yeah. And, and we cut to cows. We cut to them tipping cows. <laughs> exactly. Um, do, 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 do. And they tip a cow and get mud on Heather and Veronica. Oh, also, a quick little scene. The jocks get bumped into one by a nerd. They chase the nerd down, make him say a bunch of homosexual stuff, and beat him up. Right. <laughs> Tell Say you like big dicks or something like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 80 bully stuff. Yeah. 80s bully stuff. You know, I'm surprised they didn't have to do this was um, uh, William Zabka because he was the go-to high school bully character. Uh, Maybe he's busy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe he had a better agent. Because he was a better bu- probably. Because <laughs> he was a really good bully and just one of the guys. Yep. Another good movie. Mm-hmm. So like John said, we cut to uh, the four of them standing around a cow. 
they count three, and then the two jocks push the cow over, but the mud shoots up all over Veronica and Heather, too. Well, she can just be Heather now, because there's there's, now there's Heather <laughs> and Shannon. Uh, then we see one of the jocks kind of raping Heather, too. No, it's not kind of, because she's fucking struggling. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of hard to watch. It's like, and this is something they filmed, and it was like, what the yeah. fuck, God? Oh, my God. And then Veronica gets away from the um, Kurt, I guess, before he can grab her. he's trying to rape her, too. Yeah. And then she runs up the hill, and shocker, JD's there. Yeah. Does he have, like, fucking a tracker on her? I think he did. I think he, he put was, a little bat, bat tracer on her. stalking her. Like, damn. There's no cell phone. He's not tracking her phone. What yeah. the fuck? He picks her up, and they leave. Um, then we He's like, what is happening here? Like, I thought we were in a thing. Yeah. She's like, look, it was just a uh, favor to Heather. He's like, well, let's get out of here. And they bounce. <laughs> she just leaves her friend and raped over yeah, there on the field. Her friend is getting raped, and she's like, F this, I'm mobile. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to the next day. It's the yearbook committee. They want to do, like, a two-page spread on Heather. And, uh... They want to know if she has any poems or any personal stuff of hers. Because they have been parading around the suicide note. And How I was the like, fuck they have what? The suicide note? Yeah. I'm pretty they're sure gonna, the police would have took that as evidence. Yeah. They're going to post a copy of the note in the yearbook because it was so beautiful. And they want to know what other poetry did she write. And apparently the number one song in America is Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It by Big Fun. When I was in high school, oh God, was it my junior year? I know this is a locker story again, right? No, it's a, it's a someone died story. My, um, I think it was my junior year because Amanda was driving the car. Okay. She got she got hit by she was driving and she got hit by a car and she died. Mm. It was a really big deal because she, she was really nice and well liked and she died and it was very upsetting. And they did one of those big yearbook spreads and they did. I mean, she did not commit suicide. She was in a car accident, but like one half of it was like. Her senior picture, or like a big, like her school picture, and then they had all these other pictures of her, and then the other side was this poem that she had wrote, oh. which was really, really nice. However, the suicide note makes it so yeah. weird. It makes it very morbid or something. Yeah, why would they even have that? They you know, just they passed it around. <laughs> my senior year, we had three people die. Three senior, high school seniors died my senior year, and I couldn't tell you if anything was in the yearbook. I never got one. Hmm. Yeah, I was forward either. thinking, going, you want $100 for a yearbook? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll look at it, like, once. Yeah. A friend of mine shot himself in, uh, I want to say it was junior year, but I didn't get yearbooks either, so. I, I never saw the point. I know. Like, I have all my yearbooks, and what are you doing with them? I don't know. Kate, saving them forever. Why? <laughs> because. It's I'm stupid. A- it's something the school tells you. You want. You want this, because it's money for them. Because I liked high school. I remember those years fondly. It was not the greatest time of my life, but I do have very fond memories of high school. Also, I'm kind of a pack rat, and I like to look at old, photo- old photos. Did you get a class ring? Yes. Look at this photograph. But I gave it, Every time I do it to a gentleman who then claimed he didn't have it when I asked for it. Back. Oh, that's low. Give you shit. I got one, but what I ended dick. up not graduating Wasn't from the me. school that I got the <laughs> ring from. I exchanged classrooms with the gentleman, and I returned <laughs> his, but he, he still says he doesn't have didn't it. have <laughs> mine. Uh, I must have been mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> Bitter critter. <sighs> well, he's an a-hole. Okay, but would you be wearing your high school ring? I might. Don't be that guy. It's heat tight, and I love heat No, when I see people wearing their high school rings, I'm like, oh, God, you're... Stop it. So the head guy of the... Uh, I don't think I ever cool. gave it to anybody, but... Mine was you know. really cool. 
Shit just gets lost. <laughs> anyway, the head guy of the um, yearbook committee shows Veronica the two-page sprite and all that stuff. And she's like, you have got to be kidding me. She is not worth all this shit. She doesn't say that out loud. She's just thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that damn letter. <laughs> she doesn't feel you better bad. better not claim that. <laughs> she stopped feeling bad about killing her pretty quick, I have to say. And yeah. Then, she's supposed to be like, the, you feel bad for her, and you don't because she's a terrible person. Yeah. And another student comments on how... Uh, she she and and Kurt were fucking in a cow pasture last night. And Veronica's like, "What are you talking about?" And the other guy says that the two jo- two jocks said that she- Kurt Sorry. and Ram said they had a sword fight in her mouth, <laughs> which is so awesome. <laughs> is it? Is it? It kind of. It kind of. No. <laughs> kind of hilarious. Kind of hilarious. Yes. Kind of. Because it makes me think of Princess Bride, but in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she gets pissed. Oh she gets pissed off. For some reason, I have like Jock was like. So then I counter with. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, right-handed. That would be very good if I was not left bald. <laughs> My name is Anihu Montoya. Open oh. your mouth. Prepare to swallow. Oh, nice. <laughs> so she gets pissed, obviously, and uh, she calls Kurt or Ram. I don't know which one it is. Tells him that she wants to make all that stuff that they talked about happen and they're dumb enough to believe her she's like, in the Look, woods behind the school <laughs> I heard what you said about me and I was thinking I've never wanted anything more than to be with two guys so maybe we should make this rumor real yeah and they're like okay yeah. because in movies guys are stupid yes <laughs> well these guys are pretty stupid <laughs> <laughs> I think if these guys were real they would also fall for this because they seem very dumb yeah. And, and if you ever spread obsessed. rumors about a girl and then she calls you and wants to do anything, the answer is no. <laughs> I know some people who are really dumb, and I feel bad for them because they're just dumb and they, it's not their fault. They're just stupid. And she's talking about us. I don't know. No. <laughs> is it me? <laughs> but so JD, I someone being this. I don't like the way she was like, no. And sex obsessed teenage boys. Ooh, it's an opportunity. <sighs> but JD has another plan. He's going to shoot them with. Luke bullets. No, because first he's like loading. Tranquilizing like, darts. I don't, she's like, I don't want to kill them. And he's like, what, we're going to. You speak German? No. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> These are Ignat bullets. What the fuck they call them? Which is German for I'm lying. <laughs> oh, but basically he tells them they're like tranquilizer bullets. It makes them bleed a little, but they just go to sleep. And but when yeah, they wake the up. permanent sleep. They they're going to take a dirt nap. Yeah. But curiously, he still wants Veronica to write suicide notes for them. <laughs> Because that's the punchline. And the note says that Kurt and Ram were closet homosexuals and loved each other. And JD has some artifacts to leave at the scene to make it look authentic. These are the worst artifacts ever. Please go over them. An issue of Stud Puppy. Which is a good homosexual artifact. Yes, but why would you bring that to to your sex party? Because some people like to look at porn while they get it off. A candy dish. Which is weird. (laughs) Joan Crawford postcard. And here's the clincher. Um, Well, there's mascara. Oh. And Which then, isn't mascara, it's actually eyeliner. <laughs> so would it be guy liner? Whoa. I suppose. Nowadays it would Gay be. liner. Ah. And mineral water. And I'm like, <laughs> mineral water makes you gay? And Veronica's like, lots of people drink mineral water. And JD like, says, this no. This is Wisconsin or wherever. Yeah, not, not Ohio. Ohio. Oh. If you aren't holding a brewski, you might as well be wearing a dress. <laughs> Which, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's very rough. <laughs> This, it is this very. part here is, is very. It's very, yes. <laughs> it's very something. You kind of want to fuck not... him with a chainsaw yeah. for saying stuff like this, but. 
So at dawn, the two jocks show up at uh, Veronica's little shindig, and she has two clearings. She wants them to stand in each clearing and strip. They do. Then JD shoots one of them in the throat, <laughs> while, Monica, while Veronica shoots at the other one, but, but he hauls ass. And JD chases him down. And she just starts laughing, like, ah, look at him go. Because she thinks it's funny, and yeah. she thought it would be funny to scare him. Meanwhile, he's JD's like, you like, missed it. She's like, it's all right. Look at the look on his face. And at least this guy, when he wakes up, he'll be humiliated. So JD chases his bitch down, which is ironic. It's just kind of weird, that, but he was hurt. I was like, there's no way JD's catching this fucking football player, but he looked he like he had his, he had his leg, leg wrapped yeah. up, so... So Veronica checks the and body. He's, bare, he's in his socks. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't slip and fall. He's in uh, his I'm socks. sorry. If someone's shooting at people, I don't care if I have nothing on my feet whatsoever and I'm stepping on glass. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Die hard style. All those right. leaves, it, he could have easily slipped and fallen in his socks. Yes. Die but, hard style. I'm out of there. But, um, hey, motherfucker. but JD chases Kurt the fuck away, but somehow they end up running back to the clearing He again. like gets around him. Yeah. So he's in front of him. And he <laughs> turns around and runs He back. jumps out. He's like, ha ha. <laughs> but then when they get back, Veronica shoots him fucking dead center, center mass in the fucking chest, and Kurt dies. And there's some cops that are like, what, smoking weed outside I the guess, school? Is that what they're doing? I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think it's they weird. were smoking weed. Smoking the, the shit, huh? The, sh- uh, the devil's lettuce. And they heard the first <laughs> shot, and they're <laughs> like, huh, nah. What was that? And then they heard the second one, like, those are gunshots. Yeah. They run over to the scene, and uh, while they're looking at the scene, one of them hears something in the bushes, so he chases and it ends up being uh, Veronica and JD. And he chases them for a bit, but can't quite catch them. And he doesn't see them. He just hears them. He yeah. hears and the, they jump into yeah. the car and take their shirts off to make it look like one they of were the, one, sex. one of my favorite fucking parts, though, it makes me fucking laugh every time I see it. The guy does the CSI thing where he picks the gun up with the pen or whatever and, and by the trigger guard, mm-hmm. but then he picks it with the other hand by the handle and looks at it. And I'm like, what? So he's like, why did you bother with the pen if you're just going to hold it? He's going to grab it by the handle. It's so fucking stupid, but it was hilarious. I guess he's like, I guess they're supposed to be high or whatever. So but. he sends, he calls over the walkie and he's like, did you find what was making the noise? And he's like, I guess it was a rabbit or something because all's down here is some kids making out. And yeah, they like, jump in. I guess it's Veronica's yeah, <laughs> station wagon. Station wagon. And they yeah, jump yes. in. Are they naked? Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. And he says, why? What'd you find? He goes, get back here. I got all the answers. And when he comes back, he shows them the mineral water. And he goes, like, oh. oh. He goes, this was dual suicide. How do you know? And he pulls a mineral water. Like, oh. <laughs> not, not stud puppies. <laughs> the Joan Crawford, I don't know what that means. But, but all that stuff is just still in the same, like, it's in, like yeah. a shopping bag. I don't bag. know. Maybe Joan Crawford is like Liza Minnelli. That like it was just one of those stereotypical thing. things that yeah. gay, the gay people just like. enjoy this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what gay men in the 80s liked other than other gay men. I know what gay men liked in the 80s. Men. <laughs> I know. That's the same thing they Especially still Especially if like. it was raining men. Yeah. Hallelujah. So JD and Veronica wake up in her car. Veronica seems to be in a bit of a fugue state and maybe shock. I don't know. And, Probably uh, pissed off. She grabs a cigarette from JD's pocket. Uh, JD gets one too. She pushes a cigarette lighter in for the car to warm it up, and then um, and then pushes it into her own hand. She and asks then, JD if she if they killed them. And, and then like, no, yeah. Ooh, after she burns her hand, JD grabs her hand and lights his cigarette with her hand. Yeah. Wow. That like, guy's hardcore. That's. That's a dick move, man. She says, it loot That's bullets. a dick move? <laughs> he has a whole... Tricking sh- her into killing some people? Not he has a whole a string move. of dick moves, starting with greetings and salutations, and it all goes downhill from there. She says, it loot bullets, I'm such an idiot. And JD says, well, you believed it because you wanted to. And she goes, well, I didn't want her dead. 
And he said, I didn't want any, any of them dead. And he's like, yes, you did. And she goes, did not, did too. Did, did not, did you, did not, and he's not, like, not. The only th- and is this the part where he calls them date rapists? Yeah, well. Yeah, that's after they call them. Oh. Yeah. Because the Heathers see them and they're like, oh, young love. Because they're just like yelling at each yeah. other in the car. And then a rando walks up to them and yells that the school is canceled today because Ram and Kurt killed themselves in a homosexual suicide pack. Like, wow. That was a lot of exposition. <laughs> and he says something. That's when he says something about how the only thing. They football to, season's over, so the only thing they, they have to, to offer is date rape. rape and AIDS jokes. Which. Yeah. Look, if they're date rapists, which I'm pretty sure they were. Well, we know uh, they are. We saw one of them. At least, at least, sure, at least one of them. Is. Pretty yeah. sure they are. They do deserve to be murdered, but not in some kind of faux homosexual suicide pact. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, next. <laughs> All right. So now we're at the uh, the church, the funeral. It's mm-hmm. cray cray. And these guys are both. Yeah, who buries your son with his football helmet on? Yeah. This, it's a weird double f- football mm-hmm. funeral. With football helmets on and footballs in their chests. They're this in suits, a, though. Not their uniforms. Yeah. They're in suits with well, their helmets on and yeah. footballs in their chests. This is where we get the I love my dead gay son line that you probably heard from this movie. Um, in the aisles, JD asks um, Veronica if she thinks the dad would have been so supportive of him if he was gay while he was alive. And they kind of laugh at it. Um, oh, I thought he was saying, I thought he said, how would he, like, if he was alive, but he didn't play football. Like, he'd rather have a dead gay son that played, it was a good football player than a live, not football player. No, so, he says something like. Because he says something about a limp wrist. Well, he says, do you think he'd be so supportive of him having a limp wrist with a pulse or something? Basically, he's just saying, obviously, he's going to be supportive at the funeral, but if he was alive and he told him he was gay, would the, he be supportive? The limp wrist thing is a homosexual. Oh, I yeah. thought it was a football thing. Because. Yeah. <laughs> really? I know. You can't throw the ball because you have no. a limp wrist. You know how. <laughs> she grew up in Waco. One of those. What? The she lucky she got out. All right. Yeah, I need you to remember back to Mannequin. And you remember the character of Hollywood. Hollywood. He shakes, he shakes hands and he gives you, like, his hand to kiss rather than shaking your hand. Like, all limp-wristed. It's a, it's a yeah. reference to, like, a, a very feminine handshake or effeminate oh. handshake. Having a limp wrist. Instead yeah. of a sturdy handshake like a man. You remember Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds? No, yeah, I never saw You never saw that. You don't know that everybody clap your hands. No. Lambda, 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 and a mega move? It's kind of a derogatory, <laughs> like it's derogatory to say somebody has well, that a That would be so wrist. not underappreciated. So because maybe it means they're weak, and it was kind of like one of those things that you All right, we got it, Elaine. Moving on. But in general, it's just kind of She's derogatory. not going to let it go. So either, either way, her stuff. The, the two of them <laughs> snicker in the aisles at the funeral, Which and is, a young girl from the front aisle, so I'm assuming she's family, turns back and looks at him. Her eyes are puffy and soaked with uh, tears from bawling all day. Veronica sees her and it hits her, the reality of everything. While they're asshole rapists, they do have family that love them. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of their little sisters, I assume is what we're getting. Probably. Veronica writes in her journal. She explains how people are seeing all these kids in a different light now after their death. And she has serious doubts about what she's doing. We catch up to the school leaders again. The hippie teacher tries to, once again, wants to have this giant love, they call it a love-in where all the students talk about their feelings and stuff. <laughs> People scoff, but the head of the group says, no, I think that this might be a good thing, um, and we should take this serious. I thought he was like the principal or whatever. I He's guess, like, no, no, this is, this is Mrs. Fleming's area of expertise. Yeah. We should let the hippie have her way or yeah. something. They, so Friday they're going to have, they say they're going to have her love in or whatever they call it. <clears throat> 
So we cut to the Friday, I assume, at the cafeteria. The hippie teacher um, starts getting all the students together, tries to get them to hold hands, you know, jocks holding hands with nerds and everybody, you know, doing that kind of a thing. And, they'll uh, solve it. A camera crew, camera crew. Words are hard. Yes. <laughs> Is there. From the local news station comes, and they're filming everything and trying to talk to everyone in the cafeteria to get their little story about it. Back at JD's, Veronica is watching this uh, with, with him, and she's pissed at the whole basic fakeness of the whole thing. Well, and you see Shannon Doherty is then doing one interview, and then she changes the channel, and there she is doing again. And she's like, geez, Heather, how many uh, news stations did you give interviews to? And uh, JD says, um, this is cool because we're scaring people into not being assholes. Veronica says she doesn't agree with any of this. And JD says, well, tell that to Kurt. And she fake, he fakes being shot. JD's dad comes in. He's excited because he got away, got away with his uh, demolition stuff. He has he a tape the, of it. He got the okay to blow the building, and he has a VHS copy of it. He puts it on, and he and JD's eyes light up as they watch the building go down. And JD's dad said he put somebody in the boiler room. And so now we kind of get what's going on here is basically they're fucking psychos. They like watching things blow up, like uh, arsonists likes fires, and, and they they're murderers. People with yes. it, then even better. They also enjoy killing people, which we already kind of figured about JD. Just J- saying. JD explains that he misses his mother. She killed herself, uh, I assume, to get away from her dad and his dad. Probably. And him. She, she walked into a, a rigged building, waved to JD, and boom. Then the radio DJ comes on and says, everybody wants to hear Teenage Suicide. Don't do it. by big fun. JD says, they're playing our song. Turns it up. But then he jumps to the couch next to her and shoots the radio with his 44 Magnum. It's like a silly gun. Um, it seems excessive to shoot a radio. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he tries to, uh, Veronica tries to leave. She says, no, we're breaking up. She's had enough of all this shit. JD throws her on the couch and starts making out with her. She fights him off. He throws her back and forth. Yeah, this is really weird. And then she finally she gets him off of him and runs out the door. And he says, you'll be back. Then we cut to a darkened science lab. The 80s. A lot of movies in the 80s, there was a lot of this kind of thing with the date rapey stuff. Yeah. Not okay, 80s. Hey, 80s, <laughs> quit your shit. Listen up, 80s. Rape was not okay then. It's not okay now. No, but they kept putting it in movies then. They yeah, don't put they it in movies as yeah. much now. Yeah. Well, we cut to a darkened science lab. JD and Shannon have a clandestine meeting. JD has uh, spent some time hanging out with Martha. Uh, Dump truck? What's her last name, really? Why don't you call her Martha? Martha. Martha? Martha. Martha. Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Can't, can't remember. We Dunstock. talked about it in the beginning. That's it. Dunn's got it. Dunstock. <coughs> she hung out with Martha Dunstock, and get, he gave her some photos of Shannon and her as besties when they were little. Shannon offers her lunch money to get rid of them, but he says, I don't want your money. He goes, she wants Shannon to up her game and become the strong leader that their high school needs. She's a Phil Heather one spot. He says in the near future he's going to ask for a favor, but it'll be one that you, you'll enjoy doing. Till, <laughs> till then I need you to project strength. And then he gives her Heather number one's old red hair scrunchy. tie. Crunch, scrunchy. Scrunchy. Okay. <laughs> gives her the red, if you will. Yes. You're no longer green. So She has always wanted to be red. Veronica goes to Heather's old locker. It's stickered off, and uh, she takes it off anyway, goes in. Uh, looks in it and sees pictures of them together and a bunch of old personal effects. Uh, Shannon comes in behind her wearing the red scrunchie uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh, Veronica leaves in a huff, but Shannon starts taking Heather's shit out of the locker. Little red accessories. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. She's red now. Bronca's in her bed now. I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. <laughs> that would eat, I would die. <laughs> well, you know what? They call me Mellow Yellow. Oh. <laughs> All right, your turn for a color. I got them. Oh, come on, Carly. Yellow. How about it ain't easy to be green? <laughs> well, Carpet the Frog for you? No? Something about the red from Chevelle. Ah. All right, so Veronica. down. The thread is real. Exactly. Good song. Veronica's in her bed now. She calls Rain Betty. Betty over to play croquet with her. Purple rain. <laughs> Man. Don't you make my brown eyes blue. <laughs> all right, go. We'll be here all night. All right. Um, so Betty comes over to play pro- croquet. While playing, uh, Betty comments on how she misses Veronica, but she's, you know, boring than her normal friends. Veronica tells her, shut up. She's not boring. They continue playing, but then Shannon and Heather, too, show up. So Betty wants to leave immediately, and she does. Shan declares that she's red, set up the balls, and wants to set up the balls the way Heather's did. Heather one did. Play with the balls, yeah. We see Martha. Martha! She's hanging in the school gym alone and spills soda all over her new big fun t-shirt. Sad face. We cut to Veronica's. Her parents are watching the news story about... She had a note. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that still the, the love note from the last no. note? But it's not. We cut to Veronica's her, uh, house. Her parents are watching the news story about the school, the high school. Uh, they're vapid and oblivious like they always are. And uh, Veronica shakes her head. Hippie teacher explains some of the reasons and signs to look for in people that may be considering suicide. Then we cut to Martha. She has a suicide note pinned to Martha. her chest and walks into traffic. Veronica turns off the TV, yells at her parents, Look, we don't need all this. We don't. We just want to be treated like people, not experimented on like guinea pigs or patronized like bunny rabbits. And her dad says, I do not patronize bunny rabbits. I was going to say, who fucking patronizes bunny rabbits? It's <laughs> one of my favorite lines. Uh, Shannon comes in, tells Veronica the news. Martha tried to kill herself, and she even failed at that. Uh, she's in stable condition. What a loser. Another geek trying to copy the cool kids. Veronica slaps the taste out of her mouth. Says, yeah, she does. She says, bitch. So they go back to Veronica's room. Shannon has ice on her face and uh, says, uh, no loss for the world. Uh, might be better if all the Nimrods walked into traffic. Veronica gets pissed. But their favorite radio show, Hot Probs, is on. So they, they call a truce and listen in. And Heather 1 calls in. No, Heather 2. Heather two. No, it was Heather 2, sorry. Yeah, Heather 1 is dead. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Heather 2 calls in. She has legit problems she's dealing with. Her parents are divorced and all this other stuff. Her guy mm. she just had sex with killed himself, supposedly. <laughs> um, if you're the last person that someone and you slept with, and then they slept with you and then killed themselves, she didn't, that'd the give next me a morning, She didn't <laughs> Yeah, it was use, the next day. <laughs> she didn't want to use her real name, so she said her name was Tweety, but they recognized her voice. Well, well she, she says Heather. Heather. <laughs> she says and Heather. And he's like, no, not Heather. Uh, <laughs> Madonna, no. <laughs> but um, Heather, the dude's like, I need a name. She goes on about her problems, and uh, Shannon lights up. She's like, Oh, we're gonna crucify her at school. She's like, I'm failing math, and my parents got divorced, and see the eighties sucked. Look, oh, you have a little weakness. Let's crucify you. And when Heather goes to class the next day, on the chalkboard is written, "Poor little Heather." Heather too looks like uh, she's about to snap. Veronica's in the class too, but 
uh, we get voiceover like she's doing her journals again. Um, it's not, she says, nothing's changed for the better. Better. Shannon is now just Heather 1, complete with doing the fake note trick to another nerdy girl. Heather 2 runs out of the class and gets to the bathroom, and she starts to take a bunch of pills. Veronica goes after her. She finds Heather uh, in the bathroom and knocks the pills out of her mouth, basically, and comforts her, comforts her kind of talks her down. She's like, look, suicide is a very private thing. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> First of all, you're at school. That's not what she says. Like, you're in the bathroom at school. That's not private. Yeah. But she says, you're only doing this because of all these articles, and that's not private yeah. at all. And She says, if everybody else jumped off a bridge, would you? And she's she like, says, yeah. 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 <laughs> so JD and Shannon meet up again. Uh, he gives her the pics. And the she petition. burns them. Oh, I thought he gave her the petition. Then. He says the the favor is, this is what you're talking about. He, he says his favor is he wants Shannon to go get this petition signed by everybody if she can. He's trying to get big fun. What do you tell they get her? enough people. Big, big fun, fun said they're going to play a prom. And if they get everybody to sign this petition, then it could be at their school. And Shannon is down. And Which come, makes sense if band is, that sings Teenage Suicide coming to a school that... It makes perfect logical sense. Right. And isn't that, that shit amazing? Suspicious of JD, but perfect logical. It makes no, actual it sense. It kind of reminds me of Jennifer's body a little bit, which is always fun. I always <laughs> like you're reminded of Jennifer's body. Also, <laughs> Nazi punks. And the movie. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> be in the green room. So we cut to a montage. Shannon's getting everyone to sign it. Uh, Veronica finds Shannon laying in a window. I love this shot. It's like one of my a, favorite shots Ever in a movie. No, just the way that she's all dressed in red and sitting on that windowsill with the sunlight. I just love the way that it's shot. It's, it's like, you never seen so lovely as you do tonight? Never seen your no, shot I don't so bright? Like, it's one of those <laughs> things where amazing. it's like, this is just beautiful cinematography. <laughs> um, so she says she's got everyone to sign. Uh, Veronica's to point out that Shannon lied to different people to get them to sign it. One person thought they were getting a hot tub for the shower room. <laughs> Shannon says, it's GD- JD's idea, so just sign the fucking petition. Veronica says, no. And Shannon says, well, if, Be- if Betty's fairy godmother made her cool all of a sudden, do you think she'd hang out with a bunch of dweebs? She doesn't have anything to say to that. Because she's like, what happened to you? You're a total bitch. And she's like, you know, I feel the spot. If so, if your other friend became so cool, she would be just like me. Yeah. This is what happens. JD comes in. He asks if Veronica wants to go out to a movie or something. Veronica says, I'd rather slit Shannon's wrists and make it look like a suicide. JD lights up. Now you're talking. <laughs> he says he's already started highlighting meaningful passages in Shannon's copy of Moby Dick. Because earlier, uh, Shannon gave... She was reading Moby Dick earlier in the movie, yeah. and then she gave it to JD. He mentioned something about Moby Dick and... About how the white whale was dead. Yeah, basically comparing Heather 1 to Moby Dick, and so she gave him her copy. <clears throat> so then uh, JD starts kissing her neck, and she elbows him, tells him, look, dude, it's over. She rolls. Veronica gets home. Her parents are sitting on the couch waiting for her. Apparently JD came by, told them to watch Veronica. She's been uh, showing some suicidal tendencies and left a note. She opens the note. And it says, recognize the handwriting. It's in, I assume, Veronica's handwriting. Mm -hmm. Saying, basically, you keep fucking around. I'll just kill you and make it look like a suicide. Mm -hmm. Already Um, planted the seed. Yeah. Well, she she does know way too much at this point. It's only smart of JD to murder her because 
She knows about all the other murders. And yeah. she doesn't want to be involved anymore. Right. She wants out. You know, if three people know a secret, the only way to keep it a secret, kill two. Kill two. Well, if two people know a secret, the only way to keep it really is to kill one. One person keeps a secret better than two. The best way to kill is kill all of them. Right. And then yourself. <laughs> no. I mean, teenage suicide. So don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Kids, don't do it. So... Anyway, Veronica goes upstairs to her bedroom, and there's a Barbie doll hanging from the ceiling by a noose with, with a, a small, big fun t-shirt, big fun t-shirt on. <laughs> Yikes! Somehow she goes to bed. <laughs> that would that would keep me up yeah. for days. That would be me nailing the window shut like in frightening. I'd be like, Mom, can I sleep on the floor yeah. of your bedroom? Uh, we see JD sitting outside his uh, her window, of course, on his bike smoking. And watching her because he's a good guy. He's, he's creepy as fuck. Do you think there's just like a pile of cigarette butts outside her house <laughs> yeah. from all the times he's been stalking her? Probably. Yes. He, he sneaks in her room and uh, reads passages from Moby Dick to her, like you like. Mm. He. he uh, I, I always find that romantic. <laughs> he is. He's liked and underlined the word Eskimo in her in the book because it's mysterious. Then JD leads Veronica downstairs and uh, grabs a knife from the kitchen uh, to kill Shannon with. She's like, "Look, that knife is dirty." Shannon, Shannon would not kill us. She would use a clean knife. So JD wipes it off and he goes, "Is this clean enough for you? Can you see your fucking reflection in it?" And she can. <laughs> Veronica says, uh, "No, actually, you can't do this because only I can do her handwriting." Uh, so you, you can't do it without me, and I don't want to do it. JD says, dude, adults don't give a fuck about teenagers. They aren't looking, they aren't thinking twice about exact handwriting. At and this grabs, point, yeah. At this point, hand. we're so far into the game that another suicide is going to be It's not going to be a thing. So he grabs her hand and makes her kind of scra- uh, scratch life sucks on a post-it note. <clears throat> it was an index card. Post-it note didn't it? exist yet, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> JD runs into Shannon's room and kills her off screen. We cut to the funeral. Otho's giving another eulogy. Eskimo. Everybody is dressed very strangely. Yeah. I know. What the fuck? They're Including wearing, her. They're all wearing <laughs> white with 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. It's, For, it's a coming uh, trend now. But why 3D glasses? Because it's... It was weird. Shannon underlined... And then uh, Otho says, Shannon underlined a lot I of meaningful... I Otho. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> she, she, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> hey, don't say it three times. Shannon underlined... Oh my God! Underlined a lot of meaningful phrases in this the most copy of Moby Dick, but I believe Eskimo is the key to understanding Shannon's pain. Shannon's soul was in Antarctica, freezing. We'll miss little Sher- we'll miss Sherwood's little Eskimo. Let's hope she's rubbing noses with Jesus. <laughs> we see Heather, one, she comes in, because this is a dream. She comes in and talks to Veronica and... Uh, Says there's more people at her funeral. Yeah, she said this is a lousy turnout. And then she wakes up. And she's and, like, I'm so bored in the afterlife. Yeah. She starts writing in her journal, says this is probably going to be the last entry because she's going to go against G- D- J- uh, JD. DJ? DJ. All of them. And, it's uh, a three-way. Nobody, Sword fights. Nobody can stop JD, not the FBI, CIA, or the PTA. It's too bad he doesn't have a little more JC in his life. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, she has a plan. JD's outside, of course, because that's what he does. <laughs> and uh, he grabs his pistol and heads to her bedroom. Once inside, though, he sees Veronica is hanging from the ceiling. 
JD talks to Veronica anyway, even though she see, appears like, to be dead. <laughs> I like how he's like, of course I was coming up here to kill you, <laughs> but... He says, I was coming to try and get back with you, but if that didn't work, he was just going to kill her. Then he reveals that the big fun petition everyone signed is actually a giant suicide pact that G- DJ... God damn it. That JD <laughs> has put together. He says it's gonna, he's going to blow up the whole school, and uh, everyone in the U.S. will take notice. Veronica, and then Veronica's mother calls for her to come to dinner, and J.D. sneaks out the window. And then uh, her mother busts in and is obviously shocked. <laughs> ah! But like you do. She's like, I'm sorry, I wouldn't let you get that job at the mall. <laughs> and <Veronica laughs> I just didn't just... want you to stay out too late at night. <laughs> Veronica pops up, hi, Mom. <laughs> and and doesn't explain it at all. <laughs> and she's like, why do you look so stunned? Or whatever she says. And she unties it. And then she just goes down to dinner. Things she set up. I wouldn't be hungry anymore. We need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? You go ahead and eat. I'm good. We cut to JD's house. He's in his basement. I don't know, making some kind of giant bomb with his dad's stuff. And of course, it's the bomb with the with the dynamite, dynamite and the alarm clock on the front. Yeah. it's like a legit Roadrunner bomb. It, it came from the, yeah, from the Acme, Acme bomb company. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the company his dad works for. Maybe Acme bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Veronica goes to school. Mimi, the uh, hippie teacher, stops her and says, "Whoa, what are you doing?" JD said, "You killed yourself last night." Veronica said, "Where is he?" And the hippie teacher says, "Wait, look." Whether to kill yourself or not is the most important decision a teenager can make. Veronica says, get a job, and leaves. But Veronica does see DJ coming in, so she no, goes, JD. She does. JD. <laughs> and hides. Oh, we can make this a drinking game. Every time you say DJ, drink. No, you'll die. <laughs> but, uh, DJ, don't do that to this episode. You will die. Luckily, we're pretty late in the episode. Yeah. So Veronica sees JD coming in, so she hides. JD obviously has a large duffel bag. Messed up again. They did not. Large duffel bag. I like how the bathrooms are on, like, landing. She hides in the girls' room on the landing, and he goes into the boys' room on the next landing. Uh, So JD starts to set up uh, bunches of bombs, like, underneath the bleachers. I guess they're they're supposed to be thermite bombs because that's what the whole story is with it, the bombs in the basement. It blows up and sets the thermals. I don't know. But that's what it looks like they're they're trying to get at. Let's not not pull that string. I don't know enough about bombs. I don't don't want to know enough about bombs. Well, the only reason is because that's what his dad said. Yeah. And then she says it later. And you also can't say bomb on an airplane. She's, like, tiptoeing around the halls. And the bell rings, and everybody comes out, and they're all going to the gym. And she's like, where's everybody going? They're like, it's Friday. It's a pep Pep rally. rally. And she's like, oh, fuck. What's under the gym? The boiler room. That kid looks like he thinks they're going to go down there and have sex or something. Yeah, if you get a chance, chance, guys, there's a few scenes in this movie I want you to pay attention to. One is, I think it's the second time Veronica does her journal. She's wearing a monocle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other one is this character what's his name Chad or something I don't yeah. know he is really overly creepy for somebody that has two lines I don't know what his deal is like, he is it's, it's the boiler it's in the <laughs> like um okay somebody's it, it looks like he thought she was propositioning him yeah. to have sex well court. he might have heard about I the sword fighter <laughs> maybe around. maybe this guy's actually Freddy Krueger maybe <laughs> maybe he was using Vecini's defense or whatever maybe. in her mouth but <laughs> all right. So she hears that the boiler room's under the gym. That's where his dad had said he set the bombs. Blah blah blah. So she's like, so she sneaks fuck. down there into the boiler room and shocker, that's where JD is. And this is when I said, why doesn't she just pull the fire alarm? <laughs> and Tony's like, way to ruin the movie. Yeah, exactly. And then when she's in the stairwell, right on cue. she walks right past the fire 
Fire alarm. <laughs> so JD's down there with a huge bag, um, and she comes in, comes down there, and uh, she has the gun that JD JD for some reason left this fucking gun at her her bedroom. But she, well, he had to jet because mom was that's coming. That's true. He was in a hurry. And he was really shocked because she actually committed suicide. <laughs> yeah, he said, "I knew." He, and it's weird because he says, "I knew that that loose was too noose." Noose. But I then he goes, "Wait a minute." Loose. No, but he says that, but then uh-huh. he changes it, and I was like, "That's weird." But anyway, that's what he says. Um, but she takes okay, duh, 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 but this gun. But he's kind of impressed by her. Yeah, she points the gun at him, but he says whatever and takes the gun and knocks her out. The way she was holding it, I was like, he is taking that gun for me. Like, he's, he's got, like, knees in the face. <laughs> it's a movie thing where people stand really close to you. I'm you like, can shoot somebody from 10 feet away. It's yeah. not that hard. I'm like, why are you standing that close to him? Yeah. He's just going to get that gun from you. So, yeah, there's a big pep rally. All the students are in the gym. Uh, and this is always the part that gets me every fucking time for some reason. I watch it, and it pans by, uh, what's her name's Cooch, because that's crazy. That, that when she does Those flips, you're like... These underwear are really tight. But behind her... <laughs> they need her, to get a wax before they do yeah. cartwheels. Those but, bloomers but are... They're skinny. really glue. <laughs> but behind her is Shannon. And I'm like, wait. Oh, that's right. It was a dream. But every fucking time, <laughs> I keep thinking... I keep forgetting that she wasn't actually killed. It was just a dream. So anyway, Shannon... creepy-ass 3D sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> so Veronica gets up because she's not knocked it's out. It's creepy if you're at a funeral. Yeah, but you said, you said sunglasses. They they're sunglasses. not sunglasses. 3D glasses? 3D glasses. Not sunglasses. Well, you I, never wear. I wear 3D. my sunglasses at night. Why? Well, you only wear three so D glasses indoors. So I can. Sorry. <laughs> A lot of eighties music. Hey, my future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. Damn. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Name of that band? Timbuk Three. <laughs> she blinded me with science. All right, <laughs> Carly. I'm never gonna God. get a response. <laughs> All right, next time I do one of these, I'm gonna I'm gonna write one down and slide it. To you. <laughs> so there you go. So Veronica wasn't knocked out. Um, and she goes and grabs a fire extinguisher right next to the fire alarm, Carly. I'm saying. <laughs> sneaks, sneaks over to JD. In my mind now, Carly's yelling at the TV. Fire alarm! <laughs> all right, all right. Least favorite tertiary object, the fire alarm? Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, under the bleachers, the burnout girl lights a join up with a match right next to the thermals. <laughs> Which is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't notice it. Uh, yeah. We got a minute, minute 45 left on the bomb. JD and Veronica get into a fight, uh, but then he kisses her, and she needs him in the balls, or the yam bag, as John would That's say. That's right, the old yam bag. And runs. Why does she? He keeps forcefully kissing, forcefully he kissing her. He both loves her and wants to murder her. All right, well, date rape is not the solution. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's, it's never the solution. That or teenage suicide. Right. Yeah, yes. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, he. There thinks, was a song called he Date Rape too. Teenage suicide. What? The moral <laughs> of the story is: if you date rape, you. How does that go? I don't know. What, the end of uh, Sublime Day by Sublime, yeah. Um, don't be drunk and horny or something like that because you get <laughs> raped in jail. Oh, I love the date rape it, story. It, it does, does not, not pay, pay to, to be, be drunk, drunk and, and horny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Yambag. And <laughs> <laughs> then he runs off. She grabs the, I guess it's a forty-four Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's know. a big gun. And she tries to shoot him, but he knocks a bunch of shit down. And she, he gets away. Uh, we keep cutting to all the students cheering and enjoying the pep rally. Uh, while Veronica hunts JD, she finally finds him in a like an alleyway, like a little hallway a little or whatever. Hallway. And he has a switchblade. Um, she says, "Look, if you move, I'll kill you. I will fucking kill you." 
Uh, he flips her the bird, says, "Look, fuck you," and then she sh- blows his middle finger off. Good shot. Yeah, I know. Even I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Mel Gibson is like only three or four guys. Rifle shot in high wind. <laughs> we watched two movies yesterday where somebody lost a finger. Really? Yeah. What else? Would you watch? Oh Sniper? yeah, we watched. Um, yeah, I can't don't say though. It. Oh, because as soon as she said it, I was going to tell the you the thing. The movie she said they went and saw. You didn't see oh. it. Oh. <laughs> all right. It's a new movie. <laughs> she told me. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So JD struggles around on the ground as he's bleeding. Uh, Veronica wants to know how to stop the bomb. JD says uh, the only place everyone can get along together is heaven. He basically tells her the whole plan. Yeah. Like you do. <laughs> <laughs> he says basically he wants to blow the school up and then everybody will appreciate it. She yells at him to tell her how to turn the bomb off again. He says, hey, try the red button. But they're all red. <laughs> um, I really like him right here. He's yeah, like, he's, he's pretty funny. He's like, I'm trying to die right now. And <laughs> but he goes, um, look, he goes, if you, he goes, if you push the middle button, it'll stop the bomb if that's what you really want. But then he stands up and charges her with the switchblade. And, uh, but before him. that, she goes, you know what I really want? And then he charges her is what I mean. And then she shoots him in the chest and he falls or wherever. And he falls and he goes, I want cool guys like you out of my life. Um, then as, he, <laughs> as he's shot, he stumbles backwards and he stabs the switchblade into something to stop him from falling. But it's the bomb. So it, it freezes the timer on, at four seconds, which John would call amazing. <laughs> he stumbles. Uh, she stumbles outside. She's dirty, bloody, tired. Um, and she's just walking down the steps, and JD comes stumbling behind her. He's still alive, sort of. He says he's impressed because she has more power than he thought she did. Then he walks out to the front of the whole school, and uh, he has the bomb hooked up to his chest. Uh, he asks Veronica, uh, "What? What would? She, what is she gonna do?" And she pulls out a cigarette. She's gonna light off of his explosion. <laughs> they smile, and then the bomb glitches at 15 seconds. And he fucks with it for a minute and hits it, and then it starts up again. And she kind of snickers at that. Um, and then the whole thing blows up. Veronica isn't killed somehow. She's and awfully close to that yeah. yeah. She takes a drag off. Hey, of cool chicks don't look at explosions. <laughs> they don't run said. From, I said cool chicks don't run from explosions. <laughs> she just stands there like mm-hmm. 15 feet away. This bomb's about to Well, she had this little thing we like to call plot armor. Yes. <laughs> um, she takes a drag off the cigarette and uh, heads inside. Students are running all around trying to figure out what that explosion was. Um, Shannon's walking down the hall. Veronica says, you look like hell, girl. No, she Shannon says, says, what happened to you, Veronica? No, Veronica. You like she hell. says, Veronica, you look like hell, girl. <laughs> and Veronica says, I just got back from there. And then she takes the red-haired scrunchie yes. from her and says, there's a new sheriff in town and kisses her on the side, on the cheek. Comes by says, I'll take your food, I'll take your power. <laughs> If they then she goes, do, she talks fine. to Martha and says, look, my prom date flaked on me. You want to <laughs> hang out and we'll pop popcorn and watch movies on prom night. She, she says, says, I'd like that. Yeah. And then they go walking together down the hall, although Martha's on a little scooter. Because she had the broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all, folks. Abi, abi, abi. What did you think? John. Oh, okay. My favorite character... Yeah. <laughs> didn't, like, didn't like anybody? No? That doesn't build well for this. You can't movie. pick one? Martha. Martha. Why'd you say that Martha? Name? I'm going with Martha. It's his mother's name. 
my least favorite character is a tie with everybody else. They're all fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, all of them need to die, and all of them need to stop killing each other. That would be good. <laughs> um, my favorite line is, fuck me with a chainsaw. <laughs> or, yeah, I'm going to go fuck me with a chainsaw. Because that's just like... <laughs> Every time she says it, I don't expect it. Right. So, um, my favorite scene is... Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to that. <laughs> my favorite uh, tertiary object... I had him go first. <laughs> yeah, my favorite tertiary object is actually when... The first time he pops in and says, Hey, Croquet, you fancy a game? And they do the hibbity-dibbity. Notice there's the croquet mallet facing one way with two croquet balls on either side. Oh, right. <laughs> wow. That's my favorite tertiary object. It's the, the croquet penis. Yeah, the croquet penis. Because I first noticed that when I was like, I don't know, 10. <laughs> Thought it was really funny. And still here, here I, it's still funny now. <laughs> oh, shit. And what did I forget? Oh, my favorite scene. Um, my favorite scene would probably have to be when um, they meet at the little... Uh, the, I was going to say 7-Eleven, but whatever, the convenience yeah. store, and he buys her a slushie. Okay. All right. What do you give it? Oh, I'm going to name this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it does not hold up well, and it is just, it's really bad. <laughs> it's full of things that are, like, cringeworthy. It's, it's like, oh, oh, oh. So I'm going to have to name this. Sorry, Tony. Sorry. <laughs> Elaine? Okay, so my favorite character is Heather McNamara, which is he- which is Heather which is Yellow. Heather Yellow. <laughs> the only which Heather who didn't ride does not the- look like her nice last Heather. name should be McNamara. But yeah, she is the nice Heather, and I feel bad for her a lot of this movie because you can tell if her friends were different, she would not be the mean popular girl. She would be the sweet popular girl. Yeah. And I I like she her. She doesn't do anything mean. No. In the whole movie, she just doesn't stop them from doing it. The only mean thing she did is she's the one that slips the note on Martha's tray. Yeah. Which is a pretty fucked up thing to do. Which she probably would be a good pickpocket as well because Martha <laughs> felt nothing. They all got skills. Yeah. But um, my least favorite character character is Pauline Fleming, the hippie teacher. Really? Like, no. that lady just annoys the shit out of me. Okay. Don't like her. Yeah. Um, my favorite uh, line is after um, Heather Yellow, after Veronica stops Heather from committing suicide, Veronica says, if you were happy every day of your life, you wouldn't be a human being. You'd be a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've always really enjoyed. Pat and Sajak is always smiling. <laughs> My favorite scene is kind of a tie because I love the opening where Que Sera Sera plays and they're playing the croquet. I just really, really like it. But I also really, really like um, the first Heather's funeral when they're <laughs> praying over the casket. So it's kind of a tie between those Why'd two you have scenes. Why'd to kill such good-looking snatches? Yep. And my favorite tertiary <laughs> object is all the tights. Just the crazy <laughs> colored tights that all the girls are wearing. It's insane. Um, I'm going to give this movie a maybe. Now, I like this movie, but I recognize <laughs> that it's very nostalgic for me. I like it because it's very nostalgic. I don't think there's a lot there for people who have not seen this movie. So I'm going to give it a maybe. But I still enjoy it, even though it's <laughs> terrible. All right. I wrote that my favorite character was Veronica. Mm. Not because she's wonderful, but because she's kind of interesting. She doesn't really want this. <laughs> she still kills her friend. I know. She used to have a carefree mind of her own and a devilish look in her eyes. No? Nobody? Elvis Costello fans? 
And my least favorite characters, I wrote the two super bitchy Heathers. So not Heather 2. Super <laughs> Shannon and Heather Shannon 1. Shannon 1 and... She looks like an angel, but she's a devil. Elvis Presley. Oh, shit, you took Elvis Costello. There's no other Elvis. What the fuck? I get stuck uh, with what? My favorite scene I wrote, um, it's when they the gay love scene like when they're staging it and she thinks they're just gonna knock <laughs> them out the gay love scene. and then they run and they, they trick the cop and he's like are they naked yeah. it's just kind There's of a lot of terrible things happening it's in like that scene the most <laughs> action packed scene in the movie though um, my favorite tertiary object was her weird body wrapped around safety noose because <laughs> as well she I was like is it a dummy? I don't understand how she did this. She can't be dead. Like she wrapped <laughs> her sheet around her waist and hit it with her with her blazer. Yeah, it was so weird. The shoulder And I'm fest. like looking at it like there's no way she killed herself. She can't be dead. She wouldn't kill herself to get back at him. That's not. It's like there's still 30 minutes left in this movie. Bullshit. <laughs> she did participate in the murder of three people, though. That guilt could make anybody yeah. suicidal. <laughs> And my favorite line was, I don't really like my friends. I don't like your friends either. Well, it's just like they're people I work with and our job is being popular. <laughs> and he says, maybe it's time to take a vacation. So I told Tony. Tony has a <laughs> general tell all of us now. rule. That she said that, that she has a favorite movie, but this exceeds that Greatly. <laughs> better than Shrek? Never. No, way better than Shrek. Never. <laughs> better than Dangerous Liaisons? There's not even one suicide in Shrek. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite movie? Uh, fuck. You just said it like last week. You told everybody you should My watch it. My favorite movie? movie? Yeah, you kept telling everybody that they had to watch it. Oh, and then Tony said, well, you only seen two movies at that point? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> Friends, go back. Was it Under the Tuscan Sun? Because yeah, you said that. I said that at yeah. one point. That was like Carly's favorite that. movie. She no, yours is North and South, right? The TV show. It's a, that's a mini series. Yeah. But I do love it. It's a four-part mini series like on Netflix. Day. You should check it out. It's great. <laughs> all right. We all know your new favorite movie is the Guernsey Literary Potato Pit Pies. Wow. Jake Gyllenhaal Potato Pies. You said it correctly. did. I mean, lately that... That's like our Benedict Cumberbatch where we keep saying it wrong. Cumberbatch. Anyway, I said to Tony, he has a general rule for his birthday month. He's not going to nay the movie that people pick for him because they picked it for his birthday month. And I was like, does that you mean you really don't like Tremors? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like Tremors. Wait a second. I said, why do you keep picking movies? It's like, you know I'm going to hate them. True romance. Yeah, that is a bad romance movie. <laughs> that was a really good movie. I oh, hate that. That, that is terrible. Hey, there's another like, romance. What do you have against my birthday month? <laughs> He said, K Sarah, Sarah. Because I had never seen this. I have no nostalgia for it. And I would rather not see it again. <laughs> it's like so he's torturing you. <laughs> so, is that it's a... It's like it's Carly's birthday. What movie can I just sneak in there? <laughs> well, to be fair, it was going to be uh, Rules of Attraction. You would you love this movie compared to that movie. <laughs> so the other movie's actually worse. Nay? I'm going to give Alfie, it a name. Like, it's, just, it's not for you me. You take a shower after watching it. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. I'm not actually it. sure this movie is for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Tony, you want to round us out? Oh, yeah, okay. Favorite character, Veronica. Mm-hmm. Whose favorite JD? character is JD? Oh, really? I know Ben just passed out. <laughs> Apparently, Tony wanted to be kind of like JD for a while. I wore, oh, I oh wore my God. Trench coat is this, a, is this a young gun situation? Yes. Ah. 
I, I, idol- I idolized him when I was younger, shitbag. and when I got older, like, oh, that guy's a shitbag. <laughs> Maybe was I a shitbag? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my girlfriends killed themselves. I just didn't think it was. <laughs> I didn't think it was related. It's like that. that's not funny. It's like no, that it's shit's not. amazing. It's not funny. I actually funny. did have a girlfriend. We all laugh, but that's not funny. My favorite joke. scene are the funerals. I love I love Otho. Anything Otho's in, I'm down. Okay. Favorite line is I do not. Patronize bunny rabbits. <laughs> That's a good one. My favorite Such a tertiary, weird thing to say. Favorite tertiary object was JD's bike, but now it's changed to Veronica's monocle. Because he was say. like, when we were watching it earlier today so I could watch it, he goes, is that a monocle? Is that a monocle? <laughs> he just noticed it today. First time I've ever noticed it. It's fun to notice things like that. Yeah. Um, I will yay this movie, obviously, but I do understand... I was going to say before you guys all shit on my movie <laughs> was that this movie has definitely, you know, it, it doesn't he age, told me it, it before I watched well. it, it didn't really hold no. up. <laughs> I, I do want to say also, um, I've had lots of, well, not lots, but I've had quite a few friends of mine kill themselves. So if you are feeling bad about your situation, there's a suicide hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Call that and get some help. Don't hurt yourself. And anybody who knows me, if you have a problem, just call me. I'll talk to you. Yeah. It's funny because I almost think this movie is a, was a satire. It's like it seems like it could be on the verge of being a satire, and it it's, wasn't. It's, like, it's either a bad satire or it's not. You know? I don't know. Like, anyway, it could have well, easily have been a satire. Well, we're never going to talk about it again. So, <laughs> Carly. <laughs> Well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs, and email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. And subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us if Heather's holds up for you. And we'd love to see our numbers rise, so just listen to yeah. them all. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Next week. On the podcast. I wonder if Tools is going to like Heather's. <laughs> because Tools likes a lot of our tracks. You missed your thing. <laughs> what? We, you Next bl- week on the podcast. We already did that. We're waiting for you to say. <laughs> Carly's pick. <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Don't yes. Try. And after we were talking about Clueless, I looked it up. I can't do it. But oh. man, would I love to have followed this with Clueless. <laughs> That's true. Clueless it wasn't underappreciated? No, it's, it did it's really not well. Underappreciated. I would. It's so. a very good no, movie. Well. You probably saw it more than once. It's a movie we could probably do right now without watching it, and I yeah. haven't seen it in years. But uh, well, <laughs> my favorite tertiary object in oh, Clueless is the shoe she gets hit with. <laughs> my favorite tertiary object is Paul Rudd. Nice. Oh, so what are you? What I'm are you saying. picking? <laughs> I picked Man Up, which Man is on up. Netflix. But the, who the hell's in that? Simon Pegg. Mm. Okay. I've never seen that. I thought, because I was looking at a bunch of movies, and some of them are a little sad and depressing, and they don't make for fun episodes. <laughs> so it's tough I to do said, a drama. Let's do something a little more upbeat. We need to do more comedies. Don't do it. Well, none of us. Have- maybe we should. Maybe we should make a a free for all on comedies. Like we have our things, but if we have a comedy that just really we want to do, just do it. I thought we should. Do, I kind of thought maybe we should do like a month of all comedies. Oh really? Okay. But the way that our birthdays fall, plus like Halloween know, and Christmas, yeah, like if we were so gonna do to. it, we should have done it in April. Yeah. April and oh, that's a good idea. Well, maybe we make it the next year. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of borderline comedies right. out there well, that we you know just what? never get a chance to do. If you feel like about. you want to do a comedy, just do a comedy. Mm-hmm. Free reign rule. We're going to call it the wild card. <laughs> you get one a year. Huh. One a year? One a year. That's you pull all. a comedy out of your ass. That could work. 
Yeah. Well, that's very hard. that's very comedic. Ha <laughs> ha!